A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Nimbic Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Bruder with uh, Jeff Logman, Captain Kirk Waltz, Chris Wayne spinning the heads. It's special guest Captain Chip Wingo this morning. Chip! We got, we, we got a Chip! full studio. Good morning. And Good morning, probably um, I, I had to bring Chip in because at least somebody fished this week. <laughs> you found the one person. Yeah, he's yeah, <laughs> out there also. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Oh yeah, Kirk, I just, Kirk's hardcore. Yeah, Kirk is. Kevin, you're kind of, you know, borderline sissy. <clears throat> I talked to you this week. You said, I canceled every trip. I'm like, dang, I'm not talking to Kirk. No, I tell you what, I get it, though. His inlet down there yeah. is a lot different than Mayport. Oh, you're totally. And then well, Kirk. And, and then, but, but, Kirk sent him pictures of his boat in yeah. the pouring rain and, and, and waited yeah. how many hours one two, day? Two and a half hours. Yeah. Two and a half hours just to get a trip in. Jeremy and I sat they, there twiddling they, our thumbs. They waited three and a half hours. Chipped in. Chipped in. Three, three hours. Day, yeah. 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 This, I mean, we we complained about the weather with the wind in the springtime. Yeah. But this week, rain wise, sucked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you terrible. guys, you guys saw what happened to me on Sunday. That was that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. What was that? Uh, so Sunday, Father's Day, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I had a plan. <laughs> Father's Day was a mother. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're I, off. I had a plan. No, I was up at the property. I mowed all day. Got every man. Everything's looking good. Manicured. Got nice. to sit down and watch the U.S. Open. They, 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 the leaders don't tee off until five fifteen oh, oh, p.m. Oh yeah, yeah, the storm. Yeah, the storm. So, so I forgot. So so I go in, take a shower, and I told Carrie, I said, I, I just, I just for, I want to kick up, just just watch the U.S. Open. All right. So I poured me a big old fat adult beverage. I had fresh bold peanuts. Oh, perfect. I'm sitting on the couch. I got perfect. my feet. They're getting ready to tee off, and I look outside, and I'm like, it's getting kind of dark. You know? Man, we're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah, I mean, you know, seriously. Oh, I'm like, well, it, it might be in Kansas. Yeah. And, I, you know, the first thing you do, Jeff, what do you do? You look at the radar, right? Oh, absolutely. And there was a, yeah, I mean, there was some red in it, but it wasn't anything. Not, no, not any no, maroon. And there was no warnings. Yeah. There's no nothing going on. And I thought, well, you know, but I, all right, that's perfect timing. I just mowed, you know. And I kept looking out there, and all of a sudden, 
I mean, like all hell broke loose, dude. You see Dorothy? I, I saw her dog. The it dog, is. yeah, yeah. It Toto. Is. So the, the the first thing <laughs> was is Scott that, Shank is riding that, a little bicycle. Is that <laughs> e- everything? Yeah, oh. everything came off the porch. Oh no! I mean, like like in the yard. Oh no! And I'm like, holy crap! What is going on? And I go, the trees are sideways. It is it is as bad as any storm. I, and then I'm looking at my pine trees just snapping. Oh, just. Breaking and then um, and then the power goes out. Uh-huh. You think and it was a little little tornado cell that went through it, there? I, 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 Had to be s- some type cell. of yeah. yeah. You know I I don't know wow. I don't I don't I, you know it, but it was directed right right out my front yard. And, 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 did it knock over the telephone pole? It did not knock. It did not knock over the telephone pole. That was my only saving grace. Pull the lines down though when the trees all, fell into the power lines. All the lines. lines. Yeah. All, the lines. I all mean, of them. All of them. Yeah, wow. lines all the way on the ground. Yeah, yeah. The, the the power line, the picture that you sent, showed the lines down, and it looked like the lines were down on the entire length of your property. The entire length. Yeah, yeah. From from the road, all and, all and the way back, all the way back, and that included the, the because the, your your power line just let everybody know your yeah. power line comes through a patch of planted pines. Correct. So, and you have, you know, most power lines, rural power lines, are typically I would say thirty yards wide. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, 20, 30 yards wide, somewhere in that range. And so when you have any kind of storms, the trees, for the most part, you'd like to have, if they're tall enough, they would not fall and hit the line. But most of the time, the power line, the reality is, is if a a tree Uh, falls, it is going to hit the power line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so anyway, um, (laughs) not watching any golf. Nope, not watching any golf. And, uh, Uh you know, so on the phone, I'm on the phone. Yeah. Call Little Oak Mogi EMC. Is that who has your, your power? Yeah. Little Oak Mogi? Yeah. They're and great. They're, great. They're, they're awesome. They are, they are the nicest. I mean, so guy shows up in a bucket truck and he went the wrong way and, and I ran down and got him and showed him where all the power lines let me, were. Let me give and, a quick story about EMC. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. <clears throat> you lose power. Yeah. You call him up. Phone rings. Somebody answers. Yes. Somebody <laughs> does answer. A human. <laughs> ah, and, we love that. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Uh, little Oak Mogi EMC. And I'm saying, yes, ma'am. This is. Uh, uh, my power is out. And she goes, is this Jeff? <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, hi, well, hey, Jeff. how are you doing? Honest to goodness. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. Swear, swear to God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well, like, let me get somebody on out I'll, there to I'll help send you. Roy out there. Roy will be out there in a little bit. Yeah. And he going to help you. <laughs> yeah. That's how they are. Well, no, the guy, guy shows up in the bucket truck, and I showed him where the power line's down. And he gets out, and he's got flip-flops on. Shorts and a T-shirt. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, honest yeah. to goodness, he's like, man, I'm sorry that I'm not dressed for work. He said, I didn't. I said, no problem. Yeah, dude, I don't care. Yeah. And, and and he yeah, I, go he, mess with he, those. He power got on the radio, called another guy, called another truck, uh-huh. and two or gets three his trucks, boots on, gets his boots on, yeah. put his hard hat on, rock and roll. Within an hour, they had it up and going. They That's had everything, awesome. Everything fixed. What time awesome. did they finally get it done? About eight. Ah, perfect. Yeah. Well, eight. At least get the. Did you get power back by then? Mm-hmm. Oh, so power and uh, I mean, yeah. So power now. How about your? Uh, you got satellite? I don't satellite TV. Uh, no, I have Direct TV. Direct yeah. TV, but, satellite, but satellite, sorry. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. did it mess your dish dish up Mm-mm. the the receiver. Mm-mm. Okay, good. Nope. good. No. Once you get power back, you're golden. Yeah, then yeah, yeah. you missed the uh, golf. But I yeah, I'd already, <laughs> the golf was I mean, already eight eight all my bowl peanuts, and by that time, I had two adult beverages. <laughs> That's all right. You know, yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> Pull the chair out, watch them, put the wires I, I, up. Yeah, I did. I did. I went out there. Might as well. I went out there twice to tell them thank you. Yeah. I mean, it was so it, Father's Day, man. They, they get it. They, they, yeah, they, they had to come yeah, out there on Sunday time afternoon. Out. 
But I, I, I but think it awesome. was. I think it was just restricted to my property. I don't think that there was any damage. Anybody else? Yeah. Well, yeah. that was good for you because yeah. then you got you got the primo service. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, they, they, yeah, they they came and yeah. put all their. Yep. They have monitors now. A lot of those uh, rural places now to where when you lose power, they know it. Mm-hmm. They don't. You know, you don't have to call them. Right. They have some kind of. As a matter of fact, when I call, device, they. According to your number, we're aware of your power outage exactly. and someone is on the way. Yeah, yeah. they <clears throat> somehow, and I don't know if it's a, like a cellular mm-hmm. signal, but when you lose power now, it automatically sends a signal right. now to their office. And so now, I mean, back in the day, I'd have to call. Yeah. But now they know. Yeah, they know. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So I don't, I don't have to call and say, hey, Jeff. <laughs> it's more, like, if you call now, they're like, hey, yeah, we're on the way. We're we'll see you in a little bit. Yeah. Roy will be out there shortly. <laughs> okay, great. That's awesome. I do know one thing. The jet stream needs to change its uh, its pattern a little bit. This weather system is driving us oh, crazy. It's, it's, it's what the heck? I don't yeah. know, bro. I've never seen a June like this. Uh, no. Three systems come off the South Africa coast. Two of them turn into right. developed storms, and you're like, "What the heck? It's June, right? It's the first week of June. What's it, going on it's here?" You know, ugly. Yeah. I mean, good gosh. Yeah. And and, and I've never seen a, a a southwest south weather weather pattern like this. This is like what two weeks going into three. It, it's a, it's a, it's at least two weeks, at least two weeks. And then for two and a half weeks, Pogies just kind of like out. The biomass out there, you could have walked on them from Matanzas yep. to St. Mary's, yeah. disappear, and all of a sudden, poof, show up yesterday. They did show up? Yep. Poof. Okay. Poof. I mean, poof. I'm like, what the I, heck? I, I ran the beach to uh, the picnic tables yesterday. What's that? Three miles? Pretty good bit. Nada? Three miles. Nada. I didn't see, I didn't see anything. Nope. I'll I mean, no. I ran down to your house the other day, Jeff, and and you know uh, Eric Prosswimmer, who uh, golly against that south southwest wind. Oh yeah, oof! Ran all the way to cut it right up on the on the sand, and ran all the way down there. And uh, man, I could see the pelicans diving. I'm like, please, Lord, please, please, <laughs> please. You know, I just want to get to the southeast <laughs> hole. I get down there, throw the net, butterfish, butterfish. Oh I'm like, no, oh. I'm no! Like, I'm like, you gotta be kidding. The screen was lit up with it. Yeah. You know, ten feet down. Tell, explain orange. to people what 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 butterfish it's, are. It's kind of a flat looking fish, like a silver dollar, mm-hmm. and it's it it looks like a look down. Mm-hmm. It's about the size of the palm of your hand, mm-hmm. and they're silver, and they're real skinny, and they're just about non trollable. You they, just they, they are trollable. They, they, they you can, but they fight the hook the whole time. No, you have to hook them up, up, up above the head. I have, and they'll they'll swim just like this. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they'll. I've caught like a lot. I've caught a lot. Of hey, Kurt, I've, used yeah. I've used them. I've used them. They they constantly. If you hook fight. them through the nose, they'll they'll fight it. They fight the hook. Yeah, but if you hook them right to the top, right behind the head. Okay, but do you go between the the head, the dorsal before foot. before the dorsal? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yep. because that's kind of their shape. Yeah, you, you'll see whenever that top starts turning down. Mm-hmm. You know, right before the top of their eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hook him right there. Huh. Can fish lead them? Oh God, they eat the heck really? out of them. Oh, they love them. The thing that's yeah. been amazing is, every day. is the bite has been just great. It's awesome. Right. I mean, the, the the little tunies have been coming up in the inlet. I mean, Sunday Which and Monday, the little tunies were in the now, inlet. Little tunies for those that are wondering what that is. It's a, it's a Kirk's Kirk's nickname for Benita. It's not actually. You know, I've had to to defend myself because a little a couple of people brought that up, and I said right. Benita has teeth. If you look up the picture of a bonita, so right? you're saying all these fish we've been catching all these years are little they're, they're little tunies. Okay, oh, yeah. what's what's their like official name? Little tuny. Get out of town. No, no. come on. No, I'm serious. Efforting. So wait a minute. What? what, what where's bonita then? 
a common a, a common misnomer is in the South. That's what they call them, Benita, but they aren't Benita. They're not Benita. There you go. There's Sh- a, show me little toony right there. Little toony. Okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, what, what, what website are you on? Little Tooney. That is the FWC. Uh, is that their app? That's our app mm-hmm. for regulations. Okay. I know Chip knows that. Well, I, I, Chip and I have talked about this little, already. Little Those to- are Little Toonies. It's also known as the False Albacore. Yep. False the, Albacore and in the Little south, Toonie. Because the it south, looks like a Little Tuna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the South, they call them, they have a bad habit of calling them Bonita. A true Bonita has teeth. Uh-huh. And these don't have teeth. Do we have Benita here too, though? I catch them every once in a while. You'll catch one. I caught one. I told Kevin about so it. So are those bigger ones that we catch on pogies? Probably Benita. Um, if they have teeth, if you pull them up, the, but That's probably the they're difference. little toonies. Huh. The ones that have the little camo stripe on the top of their head, right? The little blue camo yep. looking stripe. Beautiful. Those are little toonies. Okay. Huh. You know? And people don't realize you can't eat them. I mean, yeah, exactly. you can't eat them. I was you can't eat them. You yeah. can. Been, you can, and I've been eating them for years now. But it's a pain in the butt. Well, you just you have to cut the the, the lateral line out of the center. So what I do is I fillet them out, mm-hmm. and you've got a, a tube of flesh on the top above mm-hmm. the lateral line, mm-hmm. on the top of his shoulders, and on the bottom near the belly. And they're two, like, little hot dogs. Yeah. And you just take those little hot dogs and dice them up about the size of your tip of your so, finger. But so, they're super fishy. No, they're really not. It's not. It, it's not. It, it, it's no different than you guys eat them like blackfin. Do you eat it Kevin like tuna? Just, just like blackfin. It's just like yes. blackfin. So, so sear, sear it, it, yeah, and then eat it. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so whatever you're cutting that 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 top line out. So just, the, the, just, you just, just want to make sure that the the top line that you're referring to is a much different color, correct? Well, I was just going to really tell you, it's not much different, but it is different. So okay. it's it's like a lighter red. Okay. And then you got a darker red. Okay. And, yeah, you see the bloodline in the lateral line. Yeah. And yeah, you just you cut can, that out. Yeah, so you you're cutting cut the, the lighter red and the darker red out? You cut the darker out because that's the blood. blood yeah, that's meat. The, yeah, you cut the darker red out. What about the lighter red? That's Keep what you're that. eating. That's oh, you're eating, eating that. That's okay, the tenderloin. I, I got yeah, you. I yeah. got that's you. That's the tenderloin. There's yeah. a tenderloin on the top right. between the lateral line and the dorsal. Yeah. And then there's a little another chunk of it right there by the belly. So the lighter red is the same color as like sushi grade tuna that you would you, get. There's yeah, no way right. in hell you could tell the difference. You can't okay, tell the difference. All right, all right, I yeah. mean, I had tuna. We went to... Uh, I had tuna last night. Yeah. We went to So Napa last night for dinner with mm-hmm. Kyle and his, his lovely girlfriend, Heather. And Kate and I had dinner with them and I ordered the the yellowfin. And you could not tell the yellowfin that I had for dinner last night from the little tunies that I've been catching all week. Yeah. I mean, I had a bowl of them uh, Well, you on, could on tell Tuesday. you could tell by one difference. What's that? The bill. Oh, yeah, big time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I had last night was $30. Hey, man, I didn't pay this much for when I went fishing and caught them. Yeah. Mine was $29 for a plate of it last night with some coconut rice, you <laughs> know. Yeah. At home, it would have been like five bucks, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. No. But they're fun as crap to catch. Um, they are a ball to We catch. shared a couple weeks ago on the outdoor show the jig that we're using to catch them with that, that uh, mm-hmm. Chad so generously su- supplied to us, that turned us on to him. The Williamson jig. I think it's called a Gamatku Williamson jig. I sent it to Kevin this week. God bless you. And it's about as big as your pinky finger, but it's heavy. They come in like three-quarter ounce, an ounce, and one and a quarter, one and three-quarter. And you can sling them a country mile. What are those things that um, for the uh, uh, the, the guys that fish in the surf that are trying to catch the Spanish? Seahawks. The Seahawks and, Seahawks. and the little it's, it's thing. A, it's a gotcha jig, but gotcha. We, we, we call them Seahawks. Yeah. Seahawks. Yeah. And you gotcha. can throw them a mile. A mile. You can throw them a mile. <laughs> will the little toonies eat them too? They will, but the it's thing, too big. 
It's too yeah, many. Yeah, it, it, it is. So they, you're looking for something that's going to kind of imitate we, a glass window. Yeah. yeah, and and when they, when you talk about glass windows, they're little tiny glass windows. Okay. They're an inch long. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. how long is that bait you that you're talking three, about? Three inches. Yeah. yeah, it's about your pinky yep. finger. Okay. Yeah. And Double the cool inches. thing is, you throw it a country mile when they're blowing up. Count to three, let it sink, put the rod tip in water, and with those six thousands, you just rip them. Are you uh, are you using liter fluorocarbon liter? I use about eighteen inches of what pound? Forty. Forty pound fluorocarbon. Yep. No wire. No wire. That, now, will they beat? Jeremy, will they eat it Jeremy with wire? told me. I talked to Jeremy last night, and he said he's using wire on his. Okay, so they'll bite wire. It's well, not like okay, the thing is, shy. a kingfish will hit it too. Right, yeah, I'm sure they will. I mean, I've had something hit it, and all of a sudden it just gets smoked, and you're going, that wasn't a toonie. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah. But it's rare. Huh. But Interesting. The, you don't but, bleed yours, Kirk? Well, after you stick them or gaff them or they get hooked, they just naturally bleed, but yeah. yeah. Is that recommended? I mean, because I, I, I've had uh, people tell me that before you clean like a redfish, you know, you, is to bleed them. He said changes the flavor of the meat. Le- Leon does that. I do it, too. You do, you do it too? too? I bleed all... Drum, everything. Okay. Chill. I think that's smart. Now, there's some fish that you can't bleed because, like, when you catch them, right? Because no. they, oh, oh be, because of why? Regs. Are there any regs that say that you got to no, have No, you can bleed alive? everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> if you can, how do you how do you properly bleed If you stick them fish? with a gaff, they're going to bleed. <laughs> you gaff the, you gaff <laughs> the you, little suckers, don't gaff they're them, bleeding. Let's say you net a fish. If you net them, a lot of times they're bleeding from the lips. If they're not bleeding, you can take a, a, a knife, and Chip can probably tell you better than I can. You just stick them, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I go underneath the, the peck fence. Peck fence. And then in the throat. Up in the a throat. throat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. With the redfish, you just stick your fingers up behind those fins, and it's real soft. You just pop your fingers in there and whirl them around. Right, right, right. And then I got you. throw them in the live well, and they bleed out really quick. That was my other question. Is it best to bleed them in a live well if you can? Water takes the blood out of them faster. Yeah. Because the thing about a fish, people don't realize it, their blood coagulates a lot quicker than a human because of the environment they live in. Yeah. So if you put them back in the same environment they're in, they'll bleed longer. If you just throw them on ice, you'll see it. It just gels up real quick. Turns to jelly. So better to keep them in the yeah. water if so, you can. So if I catch a bonita, though, well, honestly, I, 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 I never gaff a bonita. I don't either. I, I grab him by the fork of the tail. Yeah, grab him by the tail, get the hooks out, leave him hanging over the side of the boat. And, and then you cut and, him. And then you cut him. Okay. And, and and I leave the head in the water. Yeah. You know, until he quits bleeding. Okay. Yeah. And you don't, especially a bonita. Goodness gracious. They bleed a lot? Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 If they yeah. if they get yeah. hooked anywhere and you pick them up, you'll see them dripping blood. I'm the same thing like yeah. Kevin. I'll hold them over the side of the boat <laughs> for a minute and just let them bleed for, yeah. you know, 15, 30 seconds yeah. and then flip them in the ice okay. you know, in, the, in the fish box. All right. Because, I mean, a lot of people don't know. I mean, yeah, sure. some people might catch a uh, little toonie, not a bonita, little right. toonie. Little toonies. You know, net them. Okay. Like, hey, yeah. they. Those guys on the outdoor show said that yeah. thing's pretty doggone good to eat. Throw them in the ice. Yeah. Throw them in the ice without bleeding. Well, it's just like uh, you know, talking to Chip all the time. He, you know, he'll Chip will keep a bonnet head. You know, I mean, so I've I've never kept one. I've never eaten one. But I mean, I've, a bonnet I've, head shark. Yeah, yeah bonnet head shark. Big ones are so good. Yeah, you, you know, like them? You got to gut them quick. Right. That's what you got them. You know, get them in the boat, and they're you know, everybody's like, you're getting a shark, and they're like. You're gonna grab him. I'm like, well, you've got a hold of him. Yeah, you know? yeah. They're they're what three and a half foot long, the bigger ones. And I got them and throw them on ice immediately, because if you don't, they'll start to you get that strong ammonia. The urea, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, they call it urea. <laughs> urea it is, yeah. But the meat's but, beautiful. It's good though. I mean, oh, what, yeah. I've never had a bonnethead shark. Have you? Yeah. No, no, you haven't, Kirk. Yeah. I haven't either. 
Huh. But I've heard. What would you compare it to, Chip? Um, it to me, it's just a white, flaky fish. I mean, it's kind of steaky, a little spongy. Uh-huh. That mean, not in a bad way, but you yeah, know, like a kingfish, different kinda. texture, a lot better. No, no, nothing near a kingfish. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, um, you, you've eaten black tip before, right? Yeah, I've eaten black like that. tip before, and, and I didn't like it. I thought it was like, eh, you yeah, know, it was kind of yeah. bland. Yeah, you know, but I've heard same texture though. Black tip. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Head. It's yep. got a muscly mm-hmm. uh, texture to it. If that okay. makes sense, yeah, it's real firm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's so easy to clean too because there's no bones. They just have the cartilage. You gotta have a sharp knife once you get the knife through skin. Yeah, but um. You know, and as soon as I get back, I clean them immediately. Yeah. I wish I could clean them on the boat, but you can't do that. So, right, right, right. But they're because uh, of the rigs. And all they, they, they eat crabs and shrimp and, you know, yeah. so anything that eats crabs you are, and shrimp. You are what you eat, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty tasty. Huh. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hey, uh, let's take a break, and then uh, we come back. We'll do a weather, and we'll do a tides right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Yes, sir. So did we have this conversation 26 years ago? <laughs> no, we didn't. No. Probably not. No. Uh, it was kind of the opposite, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> Laughing at somebody else, maybe. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> oh, boy, just curious. No fun getting old. Hey, uh, just uh, give everybody a little, uh, put a, put this date in your calendar. Okay. Okay, we're going to have the... Oh, we're going to have a date? Yeah, we got we're a date. We're going out uh, on a not, date. Just, please don't tell me you're going to start talking about November. Road trip. Yeah. Oh, come on, yeah. dude. It's, it's June. I know, but just think Definitely about what it's going to be like in November. It's Should yeah, I start hanging Christmas decorations? Yeah. Is that what I'm doing? It's going to be so beautiful. Yeah. And, oh, and by the way, we're going to be at um, Standard Feed and Seed next uh, 2024, first weekend of April. There you go. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> Mark your calendars yeah. for chicken poop bingo. But, uh, 2024. Hagen Outfitters, the holiday kickoff. We're going to be... At uh, that's November eighteenth, we're going to be at the the new Callahan store, Hagen Ace Hardware of Callahan. Mm. Wow, I can't wait! Uh, this thing's going to be huge. You guys better leave Thursday. There's going to be a ton uh, of giveaways as usual. It's going to be like over a hundred thousand dollars in giveaways. Wow. It's going to be crazy, wow. crazy. I can't wait. Looking forward to it and uh, mark it down. So November eighteenth. I. Was making fun of you last week because you weren't here. Yep. So we Jake, do we do that. Yeah, Shul- yeah, that's fine. Shul- Schulte and I are, you know, we're fishing the tournament, the old school. We had the outdoor show on, of course, and you start talking about like, like all the things that you were wearing <laughs> from hanging coastal outdoors. I was totally decked out. Know, and then yeah. I mean, you went all the way down. And then you just started talking about your underwear. Even so underwear. Like, dude, really? I'm sorry. This is what. <laughs> I was decked out from head to toe, oh literally, and it's my, my, my the entirety of my clothing line, everything I had on, shoes uh-huh. included, were all from Hagen Coastal. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about Hagen Coastal. I think Coastal it even outfit. spooked your dog when he had the dog in here. The dog started acting all weird because he started talking. I can tell you this: uh, me and Dylan went in there shopping, and have you ever worn one of those? And, and you probably have uh, a free fly T-shirt. Never heard of it. Free no. fly. These no. these free fly t shirts that they have at Hagen Coastal Outfitters are like the softest, Ooh. best t shirt mm-hmm. I've ever worn. Me likey free got, fly? Yeah, it's called free fly. And I, it sounds like underwear to me. 
Right. Uh, no, it's, and it's and it's two words. It's not like three fly put together. We're we talking like Art Deco shirts with like designs on them. Like like what you're no, wearing. No, 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 no. Plain. They're they're plain. they're they're white. Plain. No, they're different colors. Different colors. Okay. Plain T-shirt. But and and they got up. Some of them have a pocket. Some of them don't. Okay. And I literally had told Tara. I said whenever they get them in and they get my size and it's a color I don't have, I want it. I mean, it's literally, it's the best t-shirt I have ever worn. It's like Hey Dude fabric. Shoes for your upper body. Because of the fabric, it's super soft, and, and you know, here it's hot. Mm-hmm. You know how some, some t-shirts you have, when you when you wear it in the summer day, you're just like, God, it's absolutely yeah. hot. Yeah. The, the 100% it, cotton right? shirts yeah, but just sometimes don't feel right. Even, sometimes even this material. Yeah, that that we the, have the, some, the, the, the new age material. Right, right. Some right. of it's thicker. Some of it's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. I totally yeah. agree with okay? that. Okay, yeah. This free fly T-shirt, it's not thin, okay? It's not thin like that performance fabric that right, you have, right. okay, on your fishing shirt or like Chip has or Kirk you have, but it's 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 a it's the same thickness as like a like a cotton T-shirt, but it's not cotton, and it breathes so so good and it's so comfortable to wear. Is it polyester or? Is it I, you know, that's a great question. Yeah. I don't know. It's bamboo. It's bamboo. I don't know. That one. I've got one of the hoodies. Maybe. Oh, do you? Yeah. It's bamboo. 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 Yeah, bamboo. Is that not the most comfortable uh, shirt you got? Extremely comfortable. I'm extremely wearing a shirt made out of a stain resistant? Tree. I mean, is it they're whole just stain? Like, <laughs> they're just like any other yeah. shirt. They wear a little bit faster um, than these, of course. Because, so they're light? Yeah, they're light, but they're really comfortable. I have um, actually I have two of them that are hoodies. They have a little zipper on the pocket. Huh. Yeah, they make the regular T-shirts, mm-hmm. but then they also make the fishing shirts like you have on right. Kevin and Kirk, okay, okay. and Chip has. Right. And, Bamboo uh, shirts. Yeah. Chris, I'm just telling you, yeah. try one, and and then and then yeah. if you want to try to call me a liar, then then okay. No, no, no hey, no, uh, I'm, Chris, I'm not, I'm not it, scoffing. It's just no, no, weird. No, no. Here, here's the funny thing, and, and I don't remember where we got these from, but years ago, um, we had some hats sent to us, as in outdoor show logoed hats, mm-hmm. and and there was a couple ladies' hats in there that were made of bamboo. And Carrie still has. I mean, this this is twelve years ago. Wow! And she's like, "Can you get me one of these hats again?" You know, and I don't even remember where they came from, but they were made of bamboo. Wow. I'm wearing yeah. bamboo socks. Mike Mike Wren gave me these. These are the best socks. How about that? Well, yeah. now that we got into BS no, bamboo Kirk, socks. Kirk, Kirk, okay, those are kind of old man minute. socks. Hold I like on. them, man. Kirk. Do they have bamboo hey. underwear? Yeah. That's you what know, I want to know. You get to a certain age where you just don't give a crap. Okay. <laughs> you know? I don't give a crap. No, no, no. I'm just you saying. Know, you don't like the way it looks? At least, I don't care. At least I'm wearing them. Kirk doesn't have the calf high socks with yeah. shorts on. Right. Fair. Right. Okay. But you would qualify these as old man socks because, yeah. you know, on the short socks, mm-hmm. you know, like the ankle socks. Yeah. There's like three different grades. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. you got it. you got the uh, the no shows, yep. right. which go right where you can't see them because they're at the same level of your shoes, right? Okay. You got got a, a, hence the you know name so funny, no though? shows. Hold, hold He's on, calling. Wait a minute. He's calling into question my socks. No, no, no. no I'm not calling into question. I'm just saying that there's different grades of low right. socks. Right. No. You got the no shows, and then you have the lows, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the right. low ones. The clocks ticked over. Yeah, the that's, that's what I got. And I then got, you I have right, and then you have. The, yeah, Chris, yeah, those are those are those are not yeah, those are kind of lows pulled up a little higher. Okay. They're lows. And then you have kind of the ankles, which you could probably wear them on like a low boot. Mm-hmm. See? Okay. They're also known as the old man low socks. Kevin, which is Kevin, what Kirk's gets this. Got. Kevin and I get kind of the same skin with this, but 
Yeah. You're saying I got the old man look, and you got the Fred Sanford look with the shoes here. I do. You slip the shoes on with yeah. the backs pushed down yeah. because you're too man, lazy to pull them up. It's easier to get in and out of them. Oh, too Elizabeth, lazy to pull like, them up over you, the back you, of your you heel. Totally break down your shoes. I mean, you look like Fred Sanford. For right. Right. Well, so I, 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 since so, we're on the subject, on, I, I get grief sometimes about wearing <laughs> flip flops with jeans. Why is that? I don't. Uh, I don't have any problem with that. Yeah, I, I think I, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing I, wrong with I, I, that. I've gone to. You know, but now let me let me yeah. ask you this: do you, it's do you, a young guy. You know, young guys come up to me and go, "Dude, you can't wear flip flops with jeans." I'm like, yeah, you what can. Talking about you get to a certain age, it's like I don't give a crap. But but you can't <laughs> you wear know? the old man hot low socks with flip flops. No, yeah, no, you can. Or Birkenstocks. Yeah, you're done. You're busted. Now now you're this cold in the wintertime. I'm officially an old man. But there's no problem doing that. They, At they, all. they used to, or still do. They, they, do they is make, my lunch ready? <laughs> don't they make totally socks proves my point, for, for Kurt? Right there. Don't they make yeah. s- socks for flip flops? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like some cream of wheat, please. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get some oatmeal with that? It's uh, true, though. We got to do weather and tides. We got we got totally distracted there. Where's yeah. my blanket? <laughs> Blakey. Oh. All right, let's do, a, milk. let's do a weather report brought to you by the best barbecue in Jacksonville, and that's the Bearded Pig. Folks, if you uh, are going to go there on the weekend, I'm just going to make one suggestion, beef rib. Yep, Kyle had one last night. Did he? Got the beef rib for lunch yesterday and couldn't eat it all. Oh, it's so good. It, it came uh, out. You know, by the way, I, I, I have to admit, that when I got my gift certificate, I'm, I had never had one, so I had, you know, I ordered a beef rib. But I didn't even look at it until I got home. It and it opened up, and I'm like, oh my god, it's yeah. so big. It's it's yeah, it's not a this it's is over not a, a pound of meat. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. We jokingly call it the the brontosaurus yes, rib because it's yeah. so big. Oh, it's yeah. huge. All right, we got a, a weak cool front sliding into the southern Georgia waters today, and it's going to stall while high pressure remains situated over the Gulf of Mexico. Dissipation of the frontal boundaries expected Sunday as the next cool front begins to push into the southeast. This next front will slow as it approaches but is expected to come to a rest across local waters during the middle and latter part of the upcoming week. So what does this mean? Uh, It means it's going to be the same as it's been for the last week. Yeah, today, southwest winds 10 to 15 knots, 2 to 3 feet. Slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the morning, then showers likely with a chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. Tomorrow, southwest winds 5 to 10 knots becoming southeast in the afternoon. Seas 2 to 3 feet. Um, Sunday night... They're not even mentioning rain, so it looks like tomorrow we're going to get a reprieve, we need a reprieve. from the rain. My, my yard does. Oh my gosh, my yard yeah. is a swamp. But Monday, have, southwest what do you winds. Have on your thumb, that is killing me. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. Okay, I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> right. Monday, southwest winds, five to ten knots, becoming south, ten to fifteen in the afternoon, two to four feet. A slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon on Monday, and then also a chance of showers and thunderstorms Monday night. Tuesday, southwest winds. 10 to 15 knots, 2 to 3 feet with a chance of showers and thunderstorms. And then Wednesday, west winds 5 to 10, becoming south in the afternoon, 2 to 3 feet with a chance of showers with a slight chance of thunderstorms. A tide support brought to you by Angie Subs. Went by there, uh, <laughs> what day was that this week? Uh, one day. Uh, one day, yeah, really? Well, only one day this week. Wow. Only one day this week. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I kind of uh, miss going over there for a turkey sub. We got to go. We got to yeah, go. Go. We'll, we'll go this week. We'll meet, we'll meet over yeah. there one day this yeah. week. Holler at me.
And uh, hopefully they'll have the. Uh, I, I think the, he's. I think Ed's fishing the Kingbuster this morning. He is. He is yeah. this morning. He yeah. yeah. sent me a text. I think he was planning on it anyway. Yeah. All right, the tides out of Mayport uh, this morning at seven twenty nine, just a few minutes ago, was a low tide. That was a point four six. One fifty this afternoon is a high tide. That's a three point six eight. Tomorrow in the morning, eight eleven a.m. is your low tide. That is a point four two. And don't forget, folks, if uh, if they have the special fries at Angie's, and they're called the what, Kirk? The the Jeffes? El Jeffe. I think Jeffe. they ought to call Jeffe. it the El Jeffe, but they call it Jeffe. The Jeffes. The Jeffes fries, and uh, they're named after somebody that uh, very, we know. Very popular. And they're a yeah. mix of regular fries <laughs> and sweet legend. potato fries. Sweet potato Local fries. legend. Mm-hmm. And they are tasty. Mm-hmm. Got a couple tater tots in there. All right, yeah. so Kevin has a question. We'll go ahead and get this answered now. Yeah, so that I, you can stop staring at it. Well, it, <laughs> it's not it totally stop distracted at me. I'm like, I saw you over there thumbing your phone. So I'm thumbing I'm like, my phone, and, and I've got, <laughs> I've got a a, th- a thumbnail. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. Can you show Chris? Chris, you see, you see my my thumbnail. What the hell is that? Okay, Chip. Okay, okay. I have a painted thumbnail. Mm-hmm. Been drinking Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> It's the right color. That's, sure. That's a great answer. Oh, man. Oh, oh, Lord. Great answer. Lord, help us all. Okay. Feeling the pride. I'm feeling the pain, lad. <laughs> How about a shot of Irish here before we finish this? So about, uh, I guess about five or six weeks ago, when I was closing the truck door, mm. I closed it on my thumb. When was the last time you did that? Man, it's been a long time. Oh, man. when I was twelve. Yeah, exactly. Was, I've done that. I know. I can feel it. Ouch! So I'll, I'll never forget the first time that I had a smashed thumb, and it was playing college football. Yeah. And a quick story. So, um, and you know, in, in college, you have professional trainers, but you also have a student population that they're trying to teach to be athletic trainers that work in the athletic training room. So. I had smashed my thumb in a game, and I mean, and went home that night, and I, I couldn't sleep. I mean, the oh, pre- yeah. pressure was killing me. Yeah. I'd never had one of these things. I'd go in there, train room, and Joe Geek was the head trainer. And I said, Joe, I said, man, I said, I didn't sleep at all last night. You know, smashed my thumb in the game, and, and look at it. And, you know, the, it's just, yeah. you know, but swollen yeah. and red. nails all reddish, yeah. blue. Oh, and you underneath. can feel your heartbeat in it? Totally yeah, could. absolutely. And couldn't sleep a wink, yeah. you know? And he says, well, we're going to show you what we do. We drain the blood out of there, take the pressure out. Drill a hole. So they bring in, you know, this student, and uh, and they had these little nail drill bits, mm-hmm. okay? So they sit there, and they spin this nail bit, and then they drill it through your nail. So they're doing that, and it's you know it looks like about a like a small screwdriver kind of thing with a drill bit on the end. Yeah, and they spit there and spin it. Well, she's doing it and spinning it and pushing down on it, you know, to get it to bite. And, it hurts. And, and all of a sudden, she's pushing too hard. She's not letting the bit do the work. So when it finally got through, the drill bit went all the way into oh, my nail bit. And, and I and I hurled out some of the loudest expletives you've ever seen and started shaking my hand in the Blood air. Blood going everywhere. And the damn bit is still stuck in my fingernail as wow. I'm shaking this thing in the air, which is making it hurt worse. Almost passed out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but then, of course, there's blood flying everywhere out from the, underneath yeah. the nail bed. You know, they get the thing finally calmed down. They pull it out. 
And uh, and it and I finally I get a nap that day, fall asleep that night. I mean, finally got the pressure relieved. Right. Well, this one here never got to that point to where I couldn't sleep, but it, it had a lot of pressure on it. I don't I don't do the drill technique anymore. I just heat up a paper clip and then melt it through the nail. You know, when I have something like that, mm-hmm. this one didn't. Well, once that you know nail starts to heal, you get this thin layer underneath the old dead. Uh-huh. nail and so eventually you have to cut it off yeah but what's left underneath is super tender and then you also have fragments of the old nail that have little edges yeah, a little nail bed that if you if you catch like a, fa- a piece of fabric or something on your shirt mm-hmm. it rips it'll rip and it'll rip yeah. the, the little piece that's left of that old nail so what i did is i went into taylor okay mm-hmm. my daughter's uh-huh and because uh, nail polish because collection Tara doesn't use nail polish she uses clear mm-hmm. and so I said you know I said I want something thick that's going to be good and so I went and Taylor's thing because I said I'm not <laughs> going to get this thing hooked uh-huh. on some thread and rip my old piece off and of course and then of course Taylor would think it's cool yeah so I used her nail polish to paint it on that old see how it's all jacked up looking yeah I can see it so that's that's the yeah. old nail there on the edge and man you get that hung on a piece of thread or fabric hmm mm. Mm. So I'll take the uh, Bud Light jokes just so that I don't get that extra pain. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. don't do a thumbs up yeah. in the wrong room. Right. I do it this way. That's right. Yeah. You got to do it directly yeah. at the person yeah. so you can't see the oh, color. Give so. him that big old smile. Hey. And, so and this why, is actually a... Now, my question is, why'd you pick that color? Because it's Taylor's favorite color. Oh, color. I see. All right. I'll, so, I'll, so I'll cool. allow it. Yeah, yeah, you know, trying to do the daddy. Right. Cool yeah, thing. you're going to get her. Uh, yeah, we're like, going to pick her up today. Today, yeah. Yeah. So she'll see it tomorrow. We're driving up today, picking her up from camp, and so she'll get to see my nail. She'll What's think that? it's cool. I know we need to take a break yeah. before we get that. We need a break. Yep. All right, 904-641-1010. If you'd like to join us here on the uh, Painting Nails Technique 101 Oof. Outdoor Show right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Ooh, I love this. Randy Marion Cadillac. Obviously, it used to be Claudel Cadillac. Same good folks. Same great prices on Cadillacs. Only place to go for a Cadillac. Only place to go for a pre-owned vehicle also. Located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB, Randy Marion Cadillac. Welcome back to the Demdick Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And, uh, oh, the conversations. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Glad good I stuff. Stop by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chips. Yeah. Chips, Chips totally entertained. Never here. coming back. Yeah. Never yep. coming back. No cover charge. Better than the comedy channel. You know? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. No question. How about these clouds, though, with these storms that have been coming through? There's been some did, wicked yeah. clouds. Speaking of that, yep. pictures. Did, uh, did you guys see the opening picture? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I'm believing. On, on what our a shelf cloud, huh? And our Instagram page. I mean, that's wicked. That that's a picture that we took, uh, Tara took at the beach. I mean, just when you look at it, you go, "Holy cow!" Right? Yeah. You know, it's one of those pictures that you go, "If I were in a boat, and you can actually see yeah. two boats, right, that are out there." Yeah. I mean, what would your reaction be if you're out there and you're seeing that coming rolling <gasps> across I've, the I've, horizon? I've, I've, get off the water. I've seen that numerous times in, in a boat. I mean, and, and it ain't it ain't a very good feeling. No, it's not. Better run. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Usually, run. usually the picture is from the stern. 
Yes. Yeah. You know yeah, you're I mean? trying to run away from yeah. it or go around yeah. it. Well, you know? I'll never forget me and Fred Ugh. Miles one time were – we were south of Matanzas, and we were on this mission. We were going to find tarpon somewhere. Right. We didn't have – we didn't care – if we went to Daytona, mm-hmm. we were going to find tarpon. In, in which boat? Uh, the old whaler. The old whaler, yeah, okay. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. So we're, I don't know how far south we are. We're pretty, pretty good piece south of Matanzas. And, uh, and all of a sudden, here comes storm. Like, oh, jeez. And so we, we were like, all right, we're, we're, we're getting ready to get wet. Yeah. Just a reality. And now let's start. Coming out of the west? Coming out of the west. Yes, thank goodness. We got to go. Yep. yep. So, uh, kind of out of the west northwest, mm-hmm. and we got to go through it. So we uh, we start heading north. It started raining so bad that we stopped and literally put on a uh, we put on snorkels, <laughs> snorkel mask and goggles. Yeah, smart. I carry them yep. in the boat. I know Chip does too. Mm-hmm. And we would have a gust of wind that would almost turn the boat one eighty mm-hmm. when it was as bad mm-hmm. as it was, and. Thank goodness for the snorkel and mask because right. you, you couldn't see otherwise. I mean, even if you tucked behind the console, I mean, it was no chance. Yeah, and and it, going, and it's, it, it, please God, yeah. let us get back. The, the, the funny thing is, is Kirk talks about this sometimes, like those storms coming out of Mayport. Mm-hmm. You know, you you watch them, and 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 Matanzas is a lot that way too. Yeah, I've seen those storms go right out of Matanzas, and but the craziest one that I've ever been involved in that I'll never forget is I had the tarpon charter, Jeff, and I ran to the Flagler Pier. Nothing. It was, a, it was west wind, you know, I'll, and, and uh, never forget, I had Ed Persons with me. Was running back. It's 11 o'clock. I have not, I've not found a bait pod. I haven't went a line. Ugh. I haven't done anything. And I get right at Matanzas, just, just to the north side of it, and there's a bait pod, a, a, a little bait pod about the size of my boat. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I catch bait, right? And and I look up and it was like on us instantly this black cloud, Oof. and and I'm like holy crap! It, I didn't even have time to 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 go, so mm. I stuck the nose in on the beach at like you know six feet of water mm-hmm. and just held it in gear while the storm went over, and finally you know it did its thing. Thirty minutes later, and I'm like, all right, we're all all right, and I'm like, okay, where's that bait pot? And I and I turn the boat around and I get out to like twelve feet of water. And there are so many tarpon and kingfish eating that pod. Eating that pod, it was it was unbelievable. Ugh. For three hours, just drifting with that pod, you could not get a bait in the water. That's not an exaggeration. There's kingfish skying everywhere. There's tar- whatever happened after that storm. But they weren't in that pod when you threw the net before that, the storm. No, absolutely Isn't not. That something absolutely not. But once that storm went through. The weather it, turns them it, on like it that. Was, it was, yeah, it, it was, it was, you know, to remember a day like that, that was 12 years ago. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll never forget that. I mean, I turned around and went, oh my God, there was just fish everywhere. And, it, and the storm cleared out. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was pretty, a beautiful day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After that. Yeah. Money. Oh, oh, it was, it was, it was literally, um, I mean, you know, I had three guys, I had three rods just going the whole time. Wild. Well, well the atmosphere is really juicy this week and, yeah. and has continued to be every day. I mean, you got to keep your eye on that weather. You really do. I mean, if you don't have a radar app on your phone, you need to download it and keep it on your phone. Cause I mean, it's, nine it's, miles out, you, a lot of times you'll still get a signal and yeah. it really does it, help. It's a game changer. It really is. Yeah. Now I know like Brad Smith's got serious, uh, satellite, satellite weather on mm-hmm. his, on his boat. I think Steve Mullins got it on his. I don't know if Jeremy does, but 
man, I'm bugging those guys all the time because they can really <laughs> watch the weather further out than I can, yeah. you know. And, it, it, man, it's been nasty out there. There have been days when it's just, well, I don't know, I what mean, was it, it Wednesday? It, Look yeah. at Wednesday. You know, the weather systems were coming. You could see them. Yeah. They were coming over towards from the Gulf. And the thing was, the weather was, one minute the wind's blowing south southwest, then it goes west, yeah. and then it stops. Yeah. And we're going, okay. So we go offshore and we jig up bait. We get bait. And all of a sudden, I get a call on the radio from Chad Starling. He goes, hey, uh-huh. wind just picked up to 20 knots in here. And I'm going, it ain't blowing five knots out here. He goes, it's coming. Yeah. And then it hits you and you're going, crap. You know, you're nine miles it's, offshore. It's, and you're going, that ain't going to be fun. It's been, nope. And I mean, it's, it's, been, uh, it's, been a, it's been a bad month, and this week was terrible. Well, they had a boat capsized at SS on Sunday or Monday. Yeah. What? Sunday or Monday. I think it was Monday. Yeah. I think you're right. Jim. Where was I this it was at? Monday. SS, which is, what, 23 miles offshore. Had a boat capsized? Yep. A, a small boat went out there. and Fishing? That, that weather was coming, and we all knew it. Everybody got on the radio and tried to spread it around amongst the fleet. Look, bad weather's coming. Y'all need to come in. Right. And we all started running towards the coast. You could see it coming. And I guess these guys pushed the envelope a little too far, and, and the storm really came through. Fishermen? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Blew the boat over. Yeah, there were three they, people on the boat. Three people in the water, and they were in the water for what? Two, two hours. Two hours. How big a boat? 21 foot. 21 foot. Well, it was so bad out there the other day. My friend Rob was diving, and it was beautiful up top. When they went down. So they're diving. They got done with the dive and they took the anchor to move it to the sand side of the wreck so that they could pull it up real easy when they got up. He lifted it up and his buddies with him. And as soon as he got it over to the other side, it just sucked him up off the bottom to the surface because oh. the boat was moving that fast with the wind blowing that hard out there. That's scary. And they're, you can hear it. And he's got a video of it. And you can hear the alarms going off on their, uh, their um, computers, dive computers. computers. Yeah. And he said it was sending sketchy. too fast. Uh, yeah, but he dare not let go. Yeah, because you lose the boat. Gone. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, and I don't know, but don't you normally leave somebody in the boat? You're well, supposed to. Yeah, some some people do, some right. don't. Okay, you, know, you got two guys diving. You should always leave somebody in the boat. Okay. Yeah. I don't. So. I'm not a diver. No. So so tell me about the local guys that this boat. Yeah, it was a uh, Dionis Boat Works. I think were the guys, and so. they were out on 21 foot. Um, I guess they had an EPIRB. When you say 21 foot. 21 foot. I don't know if it was a bay boat or whatever. I don't 20, know. The, okay, 21 foot boat. Okay. Boat, yeah. And and that storm hit, and it was it was wicked. I mean, there were winds gusting on the boat ramp. We were at the boat ramp, and I'm not kidding you. We were cleaning fish. The the, the power went out, so we lost water at the, the cleaning tables. So we're all in there cleaning fish it's without just, water, <laughs> trying to get out of the storm. And the wind hit, and it was so violent. It was blowing the hats off of people yeah. cleaning fish at the tables. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was that bad. It was blowing fish off the tables. I mean, blowing <laughs> the fish off the tables. So you <laughs> knew it was a bad sell. I couldn't uh, get on the dock when I pulled in. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, the wind's I kept blowing. going up to it, and yeah. and it, it blew me off the dock. So finally, I had two of the guys that work in the marina. You know, I just pulled in hot and chunked lines to them, and they were able to hold on to me to get me to the dock. I didn't want to go around the other side. You know the dock yeah. would get blown into it as hard as it was going. So everyone, I, I, I was uh, I was coming in from fishing the beach yesterday with uh, Anthony Williams and his girlfriend Paige, and as I got, I, I was I was I, st- I ended up at the fish uh, at the picnic tables right. So it's it's rough, and it's the wind's howling. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and it's kind of south southwest. And I got yeah. about halfway back and I looked offshore and I saw two people in a kayak. And uh, how far? They were they were oh, I would say a good three quarters of a mile. Offshore in a kayak. Yeah. That's st- oh my and Goodness. and my, my first thought was not good. If it's kids, I gotta go get them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so so I kinda I kinda turned out towards them and then I could see Rod and reels, and they were adults, you know. But they were paddling hard. I kind of slowed down and looked at them to make sure they didn't give me the, you know, the, the wave. Um, but they, they, but I could, I could visually see that they were continuing to fish. So they weren't spooked, but it spooked me. Yeah. I mean, I was like, wow, that's a, that's a long way offshore in a kayak, um, in, in those rough waters with the wind blowing. Well, it's it crazy. Twenty twenty five. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I said. If you had a VHF radio on Monday, the weather alerts were going out right. every fifteen or twenty minutes. Right. Yeah. I mean, Coast Guard was throwing up alerts. NOAA was throwing up uh, alerts on Weather Station One, and they were telling everybody it was coming. They warned everybody again and again and again. And you've got to heed those you kind do. of weather warnings. These microbursts are are fierce. Yep. I mean, those guys got thrown in the water. Thank God they had an EPER. Did, did the boat go under, like sink? I or? think it capsized and it stayed afloat. Okay. They stayed, they with, stayed the boat, with the boat. But they waited for two hours in the middle Coast of Coast Guard got them? Yeah, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Until somebody scary, came and got man. them. That what's, is what's scary. That, what's that line from the Edmund Fitzgerald? Does anyone know where the love of God goes when the winds turn the waves to hours, minutes to hours? Yeah. yeah. That, that's what, oh, that's that's what the line that applies to that right yeah, there absolutely. now. Been Terrible. there, done that. You don't <clears> want in to the be water there. with a capsized boat. I can't imagine that. It's frightening. The, the it, thoughts that would be going through your mind. You know, it's like I, those guys. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't mean to bring it up, but the guys going down to to look at the Titanic. Yeah, that's. that's well, that's why I, I was. You know, you know, I mean, I was it, going it, there. So. It, it, it's. It. I have. You know. Be, uh, you know. Obviously. You know. Your wife. My. Uh, uh, you know. Our wives. I mean. We going out in the ocean is no joke. No, right? it's not. And, and you have to every day you have to tell yourself that you know and i have so much respect for that ocean and that honestly that's one reason i cancel every day this week i'm like I, i'm just i don't want to go out there in that you know again yeah. our weather was worse than yours it, it was it, yeah. was, it, it was, was it was it was bad but i mean i i think about these guys getting in this little bitty submarine or 21 whatever it was. foot 21 foot 21 foot five five guys in it yeah and And they get sealed in they get bolted in there yeah i i have too much respect for the ocean to do anything stupid i try not to do anything i know i know they have technology jeff but i mean this is two and a half miles down well these guys i don't know if you saw the uh the interview with the guy that was the uh, ceo of the company that made the sub he was he made some lines and he was or made some comments to the effect of um you know, there's a lot of you know, yes, I know regulations or something like that that you know that we shortcutted you know using logic and technology, which means that we didn't have what it would normally be required for some testing done on the submarine. Yeah, and uh, there was a father son that was actually yeah. had seats on that Titan submersible that gave it gave up their seats. Oh uh, wow! A couple weeks before yep. this accident happened, and. Uh, and it was uh, a guy by the name of Jay Bloom and his son, Sean. And Sean said this, quote, I saw a lot of red flags as to reason yeah. as to why yeah. they ended up giving up their seats. Mm. And <laughs> wow. 
thank goodness they did because uh, they weren't on it. But <clears throat> I saw you know, an implosion means that basically if you take a beer can, right, empty beer can, and crush it, however you, way you, would, or however you want to crush it, whether you step on it or you just squeeze right. it, or right. that's essentially just what that sub looked like. Don't push it on my boat. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you're but I mean, it's tragic, right. the loss of yeah, lives. But, sure. well, but I mean, you know what, though? It, it's so interesting because I, I, was, I was thinking about this this week when I was reading all this. I, I think about what does Kevin say at the end of every yeah, single show? Absolutely. Think safety first. Yep. Safety first. And, and you can't sleep on that. I, I know going out on a boat is fun. I know that doing – but, but – uh, again, the, the other line that, that, that I'll never forget, Captain John Campbell, when I was learning to be a charter captain, he said, a great day of fishing is going out and coming back. That's mm-hmm. right. And, and that, it's so wow. simple, yeah. but yeah. but it's the truth. You yeah. know, it, you know yeah. I, it, that's a great day of fishing. If you go out and come back, catching fish is a bonus. I mean, you're talking about a depth, 12,500 yeah. feet. That's 378 atmospheres. Yes. Yeah. Well, they said, what's the pressure? They that, said it was a millisecond right? for that thing. 14, to 14, 14 point pounds per square inch is one atmosphere. So 14 point time, let's see, times 14.7 equals, <laughs> that's 5,568 pounds per square inch of pressure wow. that imploded yeah. on them. That was instantaneous. When they, so yes, it's like, it a, yeah, it's like it elephant was. stomping on a beer can. Yeah, they didn't They, they didn't, didn't feel know. a thing. No, they, no, they never know. felt it. It was instantaneous. Yeah. Yeah. They might have had seconds to realize it was going to happen, and then it it was done. Yeah, yeah. They might have heard something. Going, what was that? Yeah, you know, that's it. I just remember as a kid, and you guys might remember the same thing. But Jacques Cousteau was mm-hmm. on television. It Absolutely. seemed like every week. That was great. Yeah, and, was and great. I remember growing up. I wanted to be two things. I wanted to be a farmer, and I wanted to be Jacques Cousteau. <laughs> be a diver. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, you could have been a, a farming Frenchman. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, look at these Jump ears of corn. Uh-huh. But I, you know, I've never, you know, as I grew right. and got older. Have and, you ever dro- dove? No. Me neither. I mean, I've snorkeled. I've, yeah, I've snorkeled, but I, I can't dive. As yeah, I got older, scary, I, I just, man. to me, I it's just. It's incredible. I just, I mean, and I, and I, I totally get. Yeah, I get it's yeah. like you're an astronaut. Yeah, I, yeah, but my, you my, are an astronaut. But there's some type. The pressure, I can't the, take the, the claustrophobia, yeah, the exactly. pressure, whatever yeah. it is. I mean, that, that quickly left my mind, uh-huh. you know, as I grew right. and got older. But, I mean, as a kid, I mean, Jacques Cousteau was this yeah. great adventurer that was exploring yeah. the deep, and I wanted to do that. Yeah. We all did. Yeah. yeah. And then and, and, as we dive on the reef, yeah. we see the broccoli. The two greatest ground. television shows ever growing up as a kid. Mutual or anything. Of Omaha, Wild King. Yeah. Oh, John yeah. Cousteau <laughs> and Mutual of Omaha. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> you bet. Marlon Perkins. That was it. Great What was the guy's yeah. name that used to jump on all the animals? Yeah, what was his name? Uh, uh, his really? sidekick. Well, um, Marlon um, would go, oh, he's, Jim's got another Jim, one. Yeah, Jim, yeah. You're thinking, Jim. poor Jim, man. He's Do you remember when he used to get in by the, the Python? Yeah, I know when you take a break. You remember when he used to get in the Jeep, stand on the side of the Jeep, and jump on a Cape Buffalo? <laughs> Seriously, he did. Which is the most dangerous the animal, animal in the, the world. Yes, on the earth. Yes. Okay, he would... Out of a Jeep, jump on a Cape Buffalo by the horns, and take it down. 
Yeah. That's crazy. And they remember when the when, when the python got him? Yeah, the python. Hit oh yeah. Him. <laughs> and he and Marlon got tied up. Uh, <laughs> almost killed um, them both. Yeah. Little help here. We need some help. Can oh. you put the camera down, please? <laughs> Cameraman's going to come over. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> all right, let's take a break. We got to take a break. Goodness, goodness gracious. Hey, uh, look. Uh, if you're looking to improve your professional way of living, okay, thick pen heating and cooling is hiring. Oh. And they, they do the training. They do all of it. Okay, so whether you're an experienced uh, HVAC guy or whether you're an inexperienced HVACA guy or HVAC guy, uh, Joey and Mike are awesome people and great to work for at yeah, Thick are. Pen Heating and Cooling. And if you're interested, give them a call, 904-448-1962. And when you call them up, say, hey, the guys at the outdoor show said that Joey and Mike are great people to work for. And I'd like to work for them. And they will uh, they will guide you and lead you. Again, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, 904-448-1962. And if you'd like to join us this morning, 904-641-1010. Welcome back to the Nimbic Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Brewer. Now it's time for your LV hires gear tip of, of the week and I, I i i found this interesting because we all kind of exchange text during the week and and uh, we always talk about gear tips and and Lagerman, he, he he started sending in all of these tips he's like this is for next week and next week and next right week. i'm like <laughs> yeah I'm all, like, the, are, are all you... the way through november <laughs> yeah. 18th yeah. when we're yeah, live exactly. at hagen ace yeah well, i'm like uh, somebody's bored or something you know so 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 uh, anyway this this is actually this, this I got you on me. this one, didn't you I? You did. You absolutely mm-hmm, did. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because, uh, you know, look, uh, the on-off boat hull cleaner uh-huh. we love. Yeah. And it does a great job. It can, you know, it's not something that you want to use every day when no. you clean your boat. But I, a lot of times when you have a box of lures and you're a saltwater fisherman, that box of lures gets extremely rusty. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of the uh, the finish on your lures gets rust stains and everything else, and it looks, to be quite honest with you, terrible. Right. You can save a lot of those lures and kind of get them back, or what I call refurbish them, or to clean them up and yep. get them looking brand new again, because all you do is just put a little bit of that on-off, on-off boat hull cleaner on a paper towel, and you wipe the lure down. And when you wipe the lure down, it takes all the stain and everything off of that lure, and the hooks on a saltwater lure are designed to rust. Yes. The snap rings are not because they're stainless. So all you do is you take the old hooks off, you use this on-off boat hull cleaner to clean the lure itself, and then once you get done, you rinse it off with water, and then you go to Strike Zone and buy yourself a box of hooks and put new treble hooks on your lures. Yeah. I mean, you literally get a brand new lure. Yeah, yeah. mirror lures will last forever, too. Yeah, they will. And uh, the one that I, I did this on was a, a top dog. And look at the pictures. I mean, the pictures are yeah. are evidence that yep. this works incredibly well. It does. It, yeah. looks, it looks fantastic. And I actually, I did a, a one another lure the week before that was actually, or a couple weeks before, that was actually in worse shape than this top dog that I had. Mm-hmm. And I wish I had taken pictures of it, but I wasn't thinking that it would do that good of a job, and it did such a good job. I said, we need to use that as a gear tip. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So uh, look at that top dog, though. It's sparkling shiny new. It, now, it you is. didn't use a toothbrush? You just used a towel? No, Kirk, I used a paper towel. I'll be done. I mean, I, wow. I, I literally didn't use a brush. 
Okay. Nothing. That is just a paper towel soaked with some of that on-off boat hole cleaner. So one, one thing I will say is you need to wear gloves. Yes. Whenever you should. You, you should. I didn't, yeah, but you, you should. You should. Yeah, that stuff will. That stuff. Pretty strong. It's strong. And yeah. uh, and it's wrenched it off. But I mean, look, look at the lure. I mean, it's back to yep. being shiny. It even, even got a mark on it from. Uh, yeah, from being a eaten. bite. Yeah, mm-hmm. from from being eaten. So that's your LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the Southeast, and they can help you. Just uh, go to their website and give them a give them a call. All right, let's go to the phone lines and let's uh, bring up Dale. He's got some thoughts on the Titan submersible sub that had the fatal implosion. Morning, Dale. Hey, good morning, Jeff. Good morning, guys. Morning. Enjoy the show. Been good listening morning. for years. I, your comments about the attraction of watching Jacques Cousteau and loving stories and movie, movies and actually the TV shows they would have about ocean exploration. I was one of those guys. I mean, I, I grew up in Jacksonville. My father was a lifeguard in his younger years. I would go to the beach and swim and swim from young, young years. Mm-hmm. And that kind of sense of exploration. And I, I've told people for years, if I've, for many years, one of the things, if you could do one thing, what would you do? Something very unusual that would, one of those bucket list things, what would you do? And it would be go on one of those deep sea dives. It just, it's always had an attraction. And yet my rational side would have kicked in if you. I really, truly had the opportunity to, to do it. It's like, would you really go? Because you know the mar. It's that's like the ocean version of climbing Mount Everest. Mm. There is no margin for error. Yeah, no. And uh, I, I, I just that's really it. Just I, I was one of those growing up watching that stuff, and I followed the story pretty closely. Would you Felt like? Would, would you do it now, Dale? Uh I would probably ask a lot of questions first. I would want to know more <laughs> yeah. about. I, I would be a little bit more right. inquisitive and skeptical, but I, yeah, I'd like to. But it's it's not like they have a spare waiting for you if you get in trouble. Right. There aren't just aren't that many of those things. But I wanted to close off with a with a line from another song. It's Leanne Womack's Womack song. Uh, I hope you dance. It's yep. not as grim as that line from the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, but it mm-hmm. still keeps things in perspective. And it simply says, I hope you still feel small when you stand beside the ocean. Yep. You better. <laughs> Ain't no <laughs> doubt. You better. Right, anyway, enjoy the show, guys. Thank Take you, care, Appreciate the call. Yeah, that's a good line. Yeah, it's a great line. Whew, uh, now we got to go to the man who has many good lines. Mm-hmm. Back time, from Parks Unknown <laughs> is Johnny. Welcome back, Logs. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you. Nice, nice to hear you on there again. You know, I'm glad you're getting to take some time off because when football starts, you're not going to have time to sneeze. No, that's uh, that's probably ain't, true. Ain't going to be no four days a week at Angie Subs. You're going to have to get that delivered. <laughs> Well, they actually deliver to the stadium occasionally, Top Gun. Good. Yeah. They should for you. Plus, this is the year we go to the Super Bowl. That's right. Well, I hope it's so. Gotta be di- it's got to be this year because next year we'll have to give Trevor $700 million and we'll have Trevor and 31 uh, Pop Warner players. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not true, Top yeah. Gun. That's not true. Got to be this year. Got to be this year. We'll be we'll be in good shape. It'll it'll all it'll all work out. 
Are y'all sick of this rain? Yes, you think? Oh, no. Come on. Let it rain some more. Man, there's puddles everywhere in the village. And when the mosquitoes come out, you're going to need a ping pong paddle for Mayport Mm. mosquitoes because they're like sparrows. Yeah, those tiger (laughs) mosquitoes are nasty. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not looking forward to that at all because they're going to be bad. Yeah, the the amount of rain that we've had in a week, I, I I don't, I wish I knew exactly how many inches that we've gotten. It's up there. It's got to be. But it's, it's got to be. Bunch. Yeah. 10, 11, 12. Yeah, you're I, close. I, I was uh, talking to my buddy Herb, um, who was supposed to fish with me on Thursday, and he's from Gainesville. And, and he, you know, they've gotten way more than we have, which is crazy to think about. You know, I think he said I had 14 inches. Mm. Wow. Just, yeah. That's wow. that's that's an amazing amount of, of rain. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It's gonna lot. it's gonna we harvest a lot of mosquitoes. In these storms oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Top gun, the, the, it's it it's been no joke, you know. I mean and, and by the way, it's like you get one in the morning and it kinda you know, calms down and then the, you get another one in the afternoon, you know? Yeah, we had yeah, we had that one at night. After yeah, it got dark, yeah, it was yeah. horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, yep. Uh, can't, I can't, anyway, can't remember it. Go ahead. This uh, blonde <laughs> um, uh, ran into a friend of hers named Tina. Uh-huh. And Tina said, where have you been? And she said, oh, I've been busy trying to sell this other car I've got. But... Uh, Nobody wants to pay what I'm asking for because it's got 250,000 miles on it. And her friend Tina says, uh, you know where the car shop is down the road? And and Blonde says, yeah. She says, I got a buddy, that mechanic there. His name's Johnny. And she says, if you go by and see him, tell him I sent you and give him $200, He'll take some of those miles off your car. Now, it's illegal, so don't be telling anybody about it. She says, okay, okay. So she goes to the auto shop and asks for Johnny, and he comes out and says, uh, are you the friend of Tina? She said, yeah. He said, she told me you, he, you might be coming by here. Um, have you got the 200 She said, yeah. She gives him the $200. She says, have a seat. And I'll let you know when I'm finished. He comes out about 40 minutes later and he says, okay, you're good to go. So she gets in the car and drives off. And a couple of weeks later, she runs into her friend Tina again. And Tina says, hey, did you go see Johnny at the car place? And she said, yeah, I did. Nice guy. And uh, Tina said, uh, well, have you had any luck selling the car? And the blonde says, I'm not selling it now. It's only got 50,000 miles on it. LTS, <laughs> baby! That's pretty funny. Nicely done. That's a good one there. I like that one. Uh, <laughs> oh, what a character. Yes, sir. All right, on that, on that note, let's take a break here on the Nick Buick GMC Outdoor Yee. Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. We'll be right back. Hey, uh, if you need a piece of equipment, Coastal Equipment's got two locations. One in Jacksonville on New Kings Road, the other one out there off of I-10. What kind of equipment? Plenty. 
uh, Gravely Zero Turn Mowers, Kubota, the full line of Kubotas, steel. all the attachments, steel power uh, equipment. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, just everything. Uh, and uh, and the best part is, is that if you need a part, they've got the best parts department. And it's always beautiful when you go there and they know exactly what you need mm-hmm. without having the exact part number because I'm part kind of stupid. <laughs> But I just say, hey, it's, it's this thing, and they're yeah, like, oh, yeah, that yeah, right there? Yeah, yeah that's it that's right it. there. And then it's at your house within a matter of mm-hmm. days. Yes. Like, that's I crazy do. cool. It's very cool. Anyway. So I, I got a scenario for you. Uh, you and Captain Kirk, different boats, but y'all fish together for the day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, let's just say you guys are happen to be at PVO having lunch afterwards. What's PVO? Pottery Palm, Drought Doors? Palm, 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 Palm Valley Outdoors. Right, right. Okay. And, and uh, it's getting ready to... Like get really nasty right. from the storm. Kirk's like, right. hey, I, I need to go home, and you know, and uh, yeah. So Kirk, Kirk gets down the road, and and uh, Kirk, you, you get a blown out tire oh, on the no. boat trailer. The worst. Oh, all right. No. So so you call Jeff because you know Jeff's got all the stuff in his truck, impact wrench and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. And so Jeff, you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll come help you. Well, you you pull up to Kirk, and and uh, he's there jacking up the trailer, take and it's pouring. Uh, right, it's nasty. Would you just start taking pictures of Kirk through the window and <laughs> and and sending them to everybody? I might. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you might have asked the wrong I guy. Might. I might. Yeah. Yep, well. Okay. Well, here's. But the- then I would get out with an umbrella yeah, and right. say, "Hey, let me help you out." Yeah. Exactly. But I'd get a picture before. You get a picture before. Well, well, maybe anyway, one. You know, so so maybe Cap- one. Captain Corey Sparks. Had this happen, and uh, he called Captain Leon Dana, <laughs> and so he, there's 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 a problem and a situation with this. All right, well, it, it it's been raining a lot, right? Yeah. Well, Leon doesn't pull up behind Corey. Okay. Pulls up in the ditch beside Ooh. him. But why would you do that? You would know. I mean, we've had a lot of rain. Yeah, actually. right, right. Ditches get soggy. Exactly. Especially in okay. Palm uh, Valley. <laughs> not Palm Mountain. <laughs> right. So, That's not so, good. so, um, he takes lots of pictures. He's sending it to Corey and goes Ka- to drive away. Karma. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so, here's the funny part Corey. Breaks out the toe strap, and he says he gets in front of his truck, and he's doing the jig with the toe strap, and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> he took a picture. He uh, took a picture of he him did, He took a picture of Leon in the rearview mirror. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. <laughs> yep, yep. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, wow. you know, karma, baby. Karma got him all day on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Classic. Classic. <laughs> so we start that day out waiting for hours. I called, I got Leon and Cordy to do a three boat charter with me that day. And we go to all leave and go to a spot. Well, it's pouring rain as soon as we leave. So I pull up underneath the spot to stay out of the rain. And Leon pulls right up to, it's not my spot, but he knows it's my spot to sit and catch bull reds. So he just pulls up spot locks down and sits there and commences to catching fish you know, five in a row, and I'm sitting there moving, you know, jockeying around trying to get it. Finally, we get on another little spot and get a 46 and a 43, and then, like, the tide starts ripping, and I'm like, whatever, and Leon's, like, laughing the whole time. 
you know, <laughs> I got yep. your spot, blah, blah. So I roll around the corner and look over, and there's another guy I know sitting over there, which I don't care because we share this area. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I finally said whatever, and I ran to another spot. But Leon's just constantly making jokes the whole day. And then that happens, and then he gets buried. So he had to call Cam yeah. Smith to come get him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Corey's like he provocatively swinging the yeah, uh, the, the toaster. <laughs> that's <laughs> great. That's bad karma, man. Yeah, I'm sure left he... him. Hey, that karma's that's a bad you know karma, what? man. You know, I mean, it's bad enough getting a flat tire on your trailer, but yeah. when it's pouring down rain, that stinks. And then your buddy pulls up right next to you that you had called to get help from. Yeah, you know, he doesn't even roll his window. Never, down. no, no. Yeah, yeah. Never, never, never rolled his window down. Mm. With a huge patio umbrella sitting in his truck. Yeah. 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 Well, you know. But here's the thing. Uh huh. What are you doing pulling down in the ditch? I don't know. That's, yeah. I mean, I have no idea. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I look, Leon. I would That's hey, Leon. Yeah. That's, Leon wanted that's a picture. Leon. Yeah. There's a <clears throat> Jeff Foxworthy would have a field day mm-hmm. with that. <laughs> There's yeah. your sign. Uh, I mean, come on there, Junior. <laughs> You might be a redneck. You might be not very smart. He probably just reacted and wasn't thinking about all the rain and everything that that occurred, and just you know pulled in there and he was looking for a photo op. Is what he was exactly. Doing. <laughs> yeah, he got the photo op all right. Mm-hmm. Oh, so what do you think this rain's going to do to the fishing inshore? Kill it. I think so too. Yeah, I think it's going to kill. Well, it's it. been raining for what now? Two weeks. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. doesn't seem to be that bad yet. But I guess it's all got to drain into the river. Yeah. I tell you what, the offshore fishing is as good as it can get. I mean, Gosh, we can't get from the offshore. bottom fishing. to yeah. I, I went out on Wednesday, and it, it got ugly. I mean, it got 20 to 25. It started out, we jigged baits. <laughs> I'm not going to go out there. It was that. two to threes, yeah. and we, we ran all the way down towards Jeff's house. Yeah. And I told him, I said, the wind's blowing south-southwest, so we got the back of the waves mm-hmm. if y'all want to try to pop out. So we ran out about six or seven miles and, and jigged up bait pretty quick, mm-hmm. nice sardines. And then I said, we got to move over two more miles to get on, get on these fish. And we moved over. And that wasn't a problem either because you're running with the seas. Yeah. And I'm not kidding you. I went to feed the first one out. And as soon as it put it in the rod holder, it went off. Yeah. And I was like, holy crap. It was, it was game on. We were out there for an hour and 45 minutes. I could only get one line out at a time. They were that yeah. popped up. And then, it went from 10 to 15 to 15 to 20, and then I got the call on the radio, hey, I think it's going to gust 20 to 25, and it, it did. Yeah. And that's when I told him, I said, we got to we, go. We've had a good day. We've had a good day. Yep. I said, we got to go. And we actually had to track back towards the south end of Amelia Island in Nassau to turn. Wow. Because it, you, couldn't, you, couldn't, you couldn't shoot into Mayport yeah. at, at that angle. You know, you were going to get beat to death because you had to run with the seas in the trough. <laughs> But so man, you came in Nassau Sound? No, we came in north or south of Nassau and then scooted the beach. Okay, okay. okay. You know, that's but, one thing that affords us that opportunity you don't have in St. Augustine right. is those north jetties stick so far out. Right. They're, they're a great wind blocker, mm-hmm. you know, and they'll calm the seas down. So we were able to cut back in on the beach and crawl around Fort George Inlet and then get up in the jam and then run out and right. back in. But it got nasty. It was That was the day the boat capsized, and it was probably, you know, it was four to fives. You know? Right on top of one another. Oh, and, yeah. th- and those winds. Yeah. 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 All right. So so along the lines of the uh, the question I asked, what is all this rain going to do the fishing? Mm-hmm. We got a question from uh, Michael Whittier on Facebook. He says, hey, uh, 
What are your thoughts with fishing the St. John's today? We're fishing near the Buckman. And the question is, are we wasting our time? Does all the rainwater push the fish deeper or away due to the rainwater knocking down the salinity? You would know better than us. I, I think it pushes the fish down deeper. I fished up there a uh, day before yesterday, and the fish are slap on the bottom. And all we were catching were mangoes. We caught some good mangoes, but mangoes, uh, I did see a catch of sheephead this week, which blew my mind. Guy had 10 of them. They're, they're there all the time. On fiddler crabs. I think you're right. I think they hang out, but, but you got to go. You don't need fiddler crabs either. You can use shrimp. shrimp. But the, 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 if you're fishing. Have with you them. heard of any bait shrimp reports? Yeah, okay, yeah there's okay, some. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, there's some. Mm. Or still and, killing them on the beach over there. Shrimp. Yeah, the, the big ones. Yeah, the big ones. But for like the bait shrimp, they're they're in the St. John's River. And Michael, if you're fishing with, with river caught shrimp, I mean, you're good. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you that, that's the one thing that you have to have in the river. Now, you can catch fish on artificial. Don't get me wrong. Right. But, man, if you've got fresh live shrimp, you can do some serious damage on all kinds of species, right. marine and freshwater. And, 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 you know, we've, Kirk, we've talked about this, Chip. These fish do, you know, accumulate to the, 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 the fresher water. Yeah, they get used I mean, to yeah, it. I mean, you know, it's it's a uh, Kirk it's, always. It's what, what's you know, bad is when all of a sudden you get right twelve inches at once, right. and then all of a sudden it hits that, it, it, changes it, salinity quickly, and then it also makes it the the, the clarity really bad. Mm-hmm. But if it's you know an inch a day or something like that, right. it's not as bad because they're adjusting to it. But to answer Michael's question, yeah. no, fish your yeah. spots, but then you can try some deeper spots. I, I I'm a believer that uh, you just keep hunting and pecking until you find out because I don't know exactly how the salinity change or the rain changes. And I've had moments to where it hasn't changed it. Mm-hmm. But then I've had moments where I've been out there in that river and you would have thought that there's no fish that ever even existed in the river. I, and I, You and I have talked about this a lot too. When, whenever we don't get much rain, there's a lot of oil and gas buildups yeah. on the roads and stuff and like that. Yeah, and and hot, all that stuff. So, so whenever you get that first influx, you know, two or three days, I think a lot of that stuff washes into, I mean, unfortunately, but it does. The rivers, the intercoastal, Kirk always says they get a bellyache. Yeah. Um, but then after, you know, after a while, it, it, it does clean up. And, and I think we've had enough rain now. It, it, it probably has certainly changed the salinity level, but I think they're used to it. Um, you just have to find the fish. You know? Yeah, I think you got to move around a lot. Yeah. I talked to Ron Schur this week one day, and I said, how are the creeks? And he goes, oh, my God. He said, they're so filthy way back in the back, yeah. you know. He said, you can see fish up in there, but he said, they can't even see the bait. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the water's so dirty. I got a couple of friends that, you know, I grew up on Doctor's Lake or at the Club Continental and on Doctor's Lake, and they've been catching good fish. Have they? Yeah, and the local shrimp that you can catch up by the 17 Bridge, you know, and that's all they use. If they can't get it, they go straight to artificial. They won't buy shrimp and take it there because it dies. Right. You know, that'll show you the salinity levels probably right there. But, you know, they're catching all kinds of good stuff up that way. You know, I mean, every time they send me a picture, I cringe because I don't have a trailer. Right. Well, I have a trailer, but I'm not going through that just to go fish up there. Right, yeah. no. But um, well, you had a house on it down there, Jeff, right? On what? On, on the, the river. river down there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love fishing that river. So There's- I uh, I, I was semi-distracted there. We just got this, um, you know, you can always send us messages on Facebook and Instagram, and we got a, a video sent to us from 
uh, I don't want to use the first name. I'll just, it'll be the last name, Molly, because I think the first name is kind of a, it's effing Molly. Okay. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know exactly what the right. effing means, but anyway, right. uh, he's, it, this reel is of a guy who's fishing the Everglades National Park. And Kirk, if you'll watch this, he they, they got a fish on oh. and they're going to try to land it alongside the boat. And as the guy reaches down alongside the boat to grab this fish, I don't know what species it is. Porpoise. A shark. No, that's a porpoise. That's a shark. That looks like a porpoise. That's a shark, dude. That's that's a shark. Put your glasses on, Kirk. I'm, I'm looking at it. <laughs> that's a shark. A shark literally comes up and grabs the guy's hand. Oh. Because it's right next to the fish. Mm. That's scary. Yeah. That's, i tell you what. This time of year at the Mayport Rocks. You don't want to put your hand down there and pick up a redfish or a jack or when you're on top of those rocks. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Don't do it. I swear it looks like a porpoise to me. It's not. It's That's definitely a shark. It's a shark. Shark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I watched, you seen that? Yeah, I watched it about 100 times this morning just going, uh. Yeah, like, uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I. Probably the. Uh, it's not probably. It's probably the, 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 the one of the scariest times I've ever had because I, I I I grab a lot of kingfish by the tail I I just do I mean I've I've I'm I, guilty I, I release you know I'll, I'll if people want to keep one or two I'm good with it but I reach down to grab one this is probably four or five years ago and about a 40 pound cuda came out from underneath the boat while I had it in my wow. hand and, and 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 cut it just just below about two inches below my hand and it happened so fast and I was thinking if he'd have, if he'd have done what to to that guy Jeff if he'd have grabbed my hand instead of that I mean you you see what they do to kingfish yeah I, I still wake up in the middle of the night sometimes and just just get chills thinking about that that was uh, because it you know it, it the, the crazy thing about with, with fishing the way we do and stuff the it's a beautiful day you're catching fish mm-hmm. you know you got a ten pound kingfish down there you know you know I'm just gonna grab him you know you get your hook outs and yep. I've done it a thousand times. And you reach down there, and and uh, and he came out from underneath the boat. It, it happened so fast. I, it, there's no way you can react to that. And, and, and I mean, you know, no you chance. Watch, no chance. And, and by the way, if you watch that video, right, that's dirty water. Okay, that's, right. But you know, I was in beautiful ocean water, and it happened so fast. Well, you know, both Leon and I used to, I used to grab the leader in one hand on a bull red and grab the tail, right? Yeah, and just pull them in, flip the them boat. in the boat. Right. Yeah. Well, both Leon and I had them eaten basically out of our hands by bull sharks up at the dames point. Right. And that's when I quit doing it. I'm sitting there grabbing this fish and I look down and the water's changing color. And it all of a sudden it dawns on me as it starts coming up and it grabs this fish and right behind the head, just it's gone. Right. There's nothing left except the head of a big bull red. And I was like, that's it. I yeah. got a huge net. net. I'm like, drag him over here. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. 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 Use a net. Yeah. I don't pick them up. All right. Let's, uh, let's take a break. And, folks, if you'd like to join us this morning, 904-641-1010. And I want to remind everybody that, look, uh, if you need any kind of a boat, Whalen Bay Marine has got every boat that you could possibly imagine, whether it's for fishing, recreation. Pontoon. Pontoon. Sightseeing. The the, the Mako Pro Skiffs. They got it all. And, and, and by the way, um, Seafox is coming back out with a bay boat. Are they really? Mm -hmm. A bigger one. Smart move. Ah. Yep, yep. And, so uh, and it, it should be available this fall. And if you understand. love Georgia football, 
Okay, go in there and ask for Chad, and you guys can become. Yeah, y'all can sit in a corner. You could have a brotherhood. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, just go over there and just have all your loving for the (laughs) Georgia Bulldog football. (laughs) That's true. Family, uh, you guys can be brothers. All right, uh, again, the number to call is 904-641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. So, hey, look, uh, if you need a new deer rifle for this coming <laughs> fall, it's not too early to start thinking about that now. I'm just telling you, go see Victor and the boys over at Wild West Guns and Gold and get your deer rifle that you've always been dreaming of. You, you did see um, the question we had on, on Facebook. I answered it. The guy was, was asking about calibers. Okay. And... I said Jeff's going to say 308. I'm going to say 270. As far as preferred, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, I was kind of chuckling because uh, uh, on our girls' group text, which is me, Parker, Gordon, and Ed. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, it's, it's it's always funny, and and Parker is uh, sh- I think he's shooting a 22 match this weekend. He does. Com- oh, he does competitive shooting, right? Gordon and, and Scott did one last weekend or the weekend before, and uh, this weekend. Uh, Scott is doing a 22 contest, and it's up there in Georgia. And I think they shoot out to like 350 yards. With a 22. With a 22 yeah. long rifle. Right. Not a Magnum. Right. 22 long rifle. Uh-huh. I mean, that's. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, the the drop on that, uh, I, I, I got to look it up. But, I mean, it's it's got to be. Oh, it's got to be huge. feet. Yeah. yeah. Let me see if I can find out. They're not oh. shooting stuff at that that range, are they? What do you mean? I mean, that's a long ways. Well, they're shooting targets. Targets. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're. But I mean, it's it's um, to shoot at 350 yards. I mean, most of the time, if you shoot a 22 rifle, to give people an idea, you can shoot accurately out to 75 yards, 100 yards. Mm-hmm. But then beyond that, I mean, the, I mean, and look. I'm, I can't shoot accurately to 7,500 yards. And then beyond that, the bullet starts to drop so much. I, I don't have confidence. a ballistic chart, but, I mean, the bullet drops significantly. I mean, think about, about this. And here, I, I, here I just pulled it up. Um, a 22 bullet at, let's see here. The bullet drop at 200 yards with a 22 long rifle is like 40 inches. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So at 350 it's got to be Where are you aiming? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. But anyway, I I think it's great. And and here's a a little suggestion to people. Before deer season, a lot of people will pick up their deer rifle and just go to the range and check it and then they go shoot. Spend some time at the range with a 22 rifle just to practice the actual mechanics and the of uh, shooting of yeah. shooting and pulling the trigger. I love shooting much 22. And it doesn't cost a boatload of money to shoot a 22 and it doesn't right. kill your ears either. It right. still wear protective hearing, right. but it's shooting fun. a 22 rifle is a ball. Yeah. I I have got a CMR 30 Keltec um 22 mag. I love shooting that little gun. Yeah. It's got the, a little the, laser laser sight scope on it and everything. The My little uh, varmint gun. The the the, the First gun that I ever bought uh, that that I paid for was that twenty two uh, on shoots Jeff that we have yep, love them and and it's it's the most 
amazing rifle. Mm-hmm. And it's very simple. It's not like a it's not like a great looking gun or anything yeah. like that. It's got a great it, price tag on it now. It does. <laughs> oh, they're proud of that. Yeah, gun. they yeah. yeah. You know, I, know how, you how know much what? are they now? This uh, hell, Jeff, what was that? 50, that's twenty years ago we bought that. How much? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we love them. Yeah, that's probably Imagine. close to two grand. Yeah. Are they really? Oh, I think so. Yeah. They're up there. Yeah, they're they're pretty fifteen hundred. I paid five hundred for mine. Yeah, they're they're probably like over around fifteen hundred now. Wow, I think Jeff's right. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'd say between yeah. fifteen I'm, and two. I'm guessing. Yeah. You know what I've looked for for years is I've tried to find. You know, Ruger for years has made the ten twenty two. Yeah, sure. Long. Yeah. Which I is, have looked for the ten twenty two. Great round. Twenty two mag. Great, great they, job. they made a twenty two mag for a, a few years and then they quit production of it. I have looked and looked and looked trying to find one. I mean, if anybody ever has one out there and they want to sell it, I'd love to have one of those. <laughs> Ruger makes the nicest little twenty-two rifle. Yeah. I mean, right out of the box, you can't beat yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, they're probably what half the price of oh, yeah. the on shoots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess, I, I, that's right. Because you asked me what 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 gun I was shooting, I said, "Oh, yeah, you need to buy this." And I, it's, I, I have no idea how much how much they were. That's that's crazy. But I probably the coolest gun that I've ever bought. Is I bought that sweet sixteen, Browning, and I don't know how old it is. I, I I really don't. I've tried to look it up and stuff, but it's still in the package. Oh wow! It's never even been put together. All right, so it, it's it's incredibly beautiful. I still can't find ballistics out past three hundred yards, but I did because find people don't shoot past <laughs> exactly. So I mean, a typical I know twenty Leon does. a typical twenty two long rifle bullet shoots a forty grain bullet. Okay. Mm-hmm. And at 200 yards, it will drop about 31, 32 inches. At 300 yards, that bullet drops 106 inches. I mean, so Goodness you're aiming gracious, 106 yeah. inches a heck above of a drop. the target. Yeah. 300. I mean, that's I mean, almost luck, isn't it? I mean, and then, and, and, you know, obviously the wind and everything and else comes, yeah. takes into, yeah. has an impact. And I wonder how big the target is. I don't know. That's you know, a great you, question. You know what I mean? For those competitive uh, shoots, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I have to. I have to look up exactly what a non-shoots twenty-two rifle costs nowadays. Because when me and you 20, got them, yeah, twenty-two hundred dollars up to their match grades are. Oh, they're crazy up to the match. Twenty-two hundred dollars. Yeah, their match grades. That's what are I figured. Three thousand. Yeah. That's a good investment. Five thousand. Well, <laughs> isn't, isn't that an Austrian rifle? Uh, Austrian or German? Uh, German. German. Yeah. So they're known for their ballistics. Well, they that's the rifle that they use most in the Olympics. Yeah. That's that's the the, the, the twenty two competition or, rifle. Yep. Competition yeah, the rifle. one that uh, you'd see those dudes on when they're doing the cross country yes. skiing and stuff. Yes. And a lot of those are shooting those on shoots. Yeah. But I mean not the ones we have. Oh, of course not. You know, they've yeah. got the ones that you know, you can change the where the cheek piece is, the yeah, length yeah, and all yeah. you know, all that kind of <laughs> stuff. But uh but on shoots rifles for twenty twos, I mean if if you want to get a non-shoots rifle, you will love it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun to shoot. It's so accurate. But Chip is right. Uh, we have like the um, seventeen ten, I think. Uh huh. The price on them now is uh, about uh, over two thousand dollars. That's crazy! Yeah. Wow. So yeah, you're talking so, about so a I'll highly six hundred, Kevin, for years. <laughs> <laughs> Highly engineered precision rifle is what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know? they're, yeah, they're tremendous. It's like the difference between a Browning and a Weatherby. I mean, it's night and day. It really is. I mean, not that a Browning's not a, a great rifle, uh-huh. but a Weatherby is like a Rolex, you know, compared to that. 
that's yeah. how I would look at it. Yeah, there's and, and of course you know, and that's gets we we started this because we were talking about Wild West guns and gold. But one right. of the one of the other um, guns that is extremely accurate, I think, is what it's a CZ, and prices know. are very affordable on them. Like for a, a 22 Magnum, I ended up getting a CZ 22 Magnum from mm-hmm. Victor, and I love that thing. I mean, it's it's fun to shoot. Right, got a bolt you know, action. Bolt action. Yeah. It's got a little bit more range. It's, you know, it's good for the varmints. How, what kind of magazine? Uh, I want to say like five or six. Yeah. Okay. Typical. Round magazine. And, Did you put and, a scope on the top? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I put, yeah, a, you really gotta have scope on put a really nice scope yeah. on it. You know, everything. because that's the one that I shoot that more than anything. Right, absolutely. You know, the two twenty-two rifles, yep. That's I shoot them more than My anything. My favorite time in the woods is after deer season with a twenty-two. We go out there and start plinking for squirrels. I mean, that I is have, so much fun. When's the last time you went squirrel hunting, Jeff? Been a while. And me too. It is yeah. a blast. I mean, Brad Smith I and I in the last couple of years, we try to make up. it a point to go up uh-huh. after deer season and, and hunt for a couple of days. That is so much fun. Yeah. I mean, you get a nice morning where it's like 55, 60 oh, degrees. I agree with you. Yeah. Just, you know, no on, wind. No wind. Just chasing them through the trees. What else it's are we going to do until turkey season? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah, right. the uh, the CZ, uh, I, I pulled up the Rimfire CZs, and those are significantly less and these are really good rifles now i mean the accuracy of them tremendous they're in the 600 to 600 and or 700 range somewhere in that range you know six seven hundred dollars and those are extremely accurate guns still not cheap no 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 no. i mean it's you know it's yeah I mean, you know, it's half of an onshoots, but still. Yeah, I mean, yeah. half of an onshoots. <laughs> not uh, Kevin. It's not even half. No, we're right. You're right. It's not even. Half. <laughs> that's, I know. that's not even half I, anymore I of an onshoots. Uh, yeah, I, can I get you imagine it. skiing that hard with your heart rate up that fast and your breathing, and then shooting to try to be extremely accurate? Yeah. Those guys are insane. So, when I was, and I did this for years um, to try to get my breathing correct. Um, I would do like five wind sprints in the backyard. Seriously, you know, like forty yard wind sprints, and then uh-huh. shoot my bow. Yeah, to get ready to, for to, bow yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, to, to to try to control your breathing. Yeah, uh-huh. and it was, it, it worked. I mean, it it, yeah. it was amazing when it didn't work. You'd miss the target yeah. if you couldn't control your breathing. Right. You know. Yeah. But, yeah, because I mean, what your people are like? Why is he doing that? Yeah. Well, because when. You're in a deer stand, and mm-hmm. you're getting ready to take a shot with a bow. Your heart rate is going through the roof. Oh, yeah. You'll roof. do a, what, what Rick Stinson calls a whoop-de-doo. Yeah, whoop-de-doo. Yeah. <laughs> to flip yeah. that arrow somewhere out there in space. Because, you are you know, the excitement of the oh, yeah. moment. Oh, yeah. You have, know, you, have, have you had that happen, seriously, with a bow? What do you mean? Just lose control. Oh, yeah. No, I no, have. where I, like, started shaking uncontrollably. Yeah. No, Off and air. I've never I had have. that. I've I never have. had that. I've, I've, had, mel- I've had meltdowns. Yeah. And, and Big now. Big buck steps out, and I'm no, just not no, ready. I know this is going to sound crazy. I've never had it happen to me when it hasn't been freezing cold. You know? Right. So, so it's the a lot of adrenaline. Yeah, it, it contributes. You know, I mean, I, I've had it where I'm like. And there's some kind of. Damn. I mean, it's about to come out of the whisker biscuit. I'm shaking I'm so sh- hard. I've had that too, yeah. where you're shaking so bad because yeah. the deer snuck up on you. Yeah. You never got ready for him. Right. And all of a sudden, you're going, bang, there he is. And you're going, oh, my God. Yeah. And you grab the bow and you're trying not to set him off and disturb him. And you <laughs> bring the bow over and you put the, put the release on yeah. the string and you pull it back. And all of a sudden, he looks at you and you're going, oh, crap. Well, it's, yeah. it's interesting because, I, and I read this somewhere that. And, and maybe I'm getting this wrong, but I'm going to try to get it right. And that when it's cold outside, your body's reaction, I think, is to is to do something with your blood mm-hmm. 
to keep your core right warm. Is that yeah. is that right? That sounds right. Yeah, sounds accurate. But then when excitement happens, your body's reaction is to to send blood, et cetera, to your extremities. Yeah, so that you can do the fight or flight. Right. Right. So right. your body's okay. ready yeah. for fight or right. flight. Right. 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 So when you have that excitement of the moment in the cold weather, your body's reaction is fight or flight because of the, your adrenaline's high. Mm-hmm. So it's you know sending a lot of that to your extremities, and then then all of a sudden that cold hits you because of that. I think that, is there somehow somebody explained is, that somewhere, and I probably screwed there, it up. Is there is there anything else that you you know like sports wise or whatever that, that's given you that type of of, of adrenaline? I mean, you, oh, did yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you did you feel that when you played in that? Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I played football, and baseball. I never felt. I never. I, my, I mean, I, I've gotten to the point where my knees are shaking so damn hard that I put my hands down there, like God, you got to calm down. No, no, no. You yeah, know? you you had that before. I had it before games. Yeah, I can't imagine yeah. walking on a field and eighty six thousand people going. <sighs> <laughs> You're going, oh my God! Look at all these freaking people. It's, it's very similar, Kirk. To the same moment when you that buck walks out, and you go, oh my God! Look at the size of that rack, and he's in range uh-huh. of your bow. Yeah, <sighs> I can imagine. Yeah, heart racing. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah don't shoot the pooch. Yeah, you know your first first time you put your foot down on the the ground and you set up on the line and. The crowd's going freaking nuts for the other team, and you're going, okay, don't screw this up. Yeah. You know, don't fall on your face. <laughs> Trip yeah. over yeah, your yeah, shoelaces. Right, yeah. Did uh, I pay attention? Yeah, there's Logovin. That's what it is. Oh, God, it's very similar yeah. to the, the way the heart heck gets yeah. going. It's like, oh, no, I, I smashed I, I, my thumb who, in front who, of 80,000 yes. people. Right. Who yeah. was the guy that snatched your helmet off, the Atlanta Falcons running back? I remember mm. how – it, it, it was – I could see it on your face, dude. I mean, you were like – Steaming man. I don't remember. Um, I was. I don't remember, getting, I don't, I don't remember I, that getting uh, that happening. Haywood's. Uh, uh, I, I I absolutely. I don't do. remember. I don't remember that moment. Yeah, There's uh, a lot I, of things I don't remember, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, age thing starts catching up on. There's a lot of things I don't yeah, remember either. Yeah, no? yeah. I I, I, get, I get it. it. No. Yeah. Tell me about it again, there, Faber. <laughs> well, oh, well, what, yeah. what year was that? Yeah. <laughs> Who? Now back in '64. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, we had that, right. but but that that is a uh, and, and and by the way that we I bring that up because in the uh, and I don't know if you've read this Kurt the new bow hunting magazine the Petersons uh, Bill Winky has a, a very cool article you know obviously about his experience throughout the years of how he has dealt with you know with with the adrenaline rush and and the shakes and stuff like that and 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 at the end of the article he's like look. This still happens to me. No matter what I tell you, you know, I can, I can, I can preach it and I can practice it. But he said it still happens to me, which is which is pretty cool. You know that that throughout the years of him shooting all those great bucks and and everything with it that he's killed with his bow, it 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 still happens. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I think well, and that's what keeps bringing us back. You know. That's exactly right. I mean. Yeah. Agreed. The exciting part of seeing things and, and not harvesting or, yeah. you know, it's just, it keeps drawing you back into it over and over again. I mean, that's why I do it. No, it's I not. always tell people, if you go out in the woods and you don't get a little excited, yeah. you know, yeah. dad, start fishing, start doing something else <laughs> if you don't like it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. We come back. We're going to do a ring power cat tip of the week and uh, we can talk to you as well. 904-641-1010. Right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. 
Welcome back to the Dubnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And uh, we're going to put the uh, ring power tip off just for a couple seconds because we uh, need to get to the phone lines. And we want to talk to Adam because he, he's going to straighten me out. Yeah, he's going to straighten, straighten Jeff out. <laughs> morning, Adam. Adam. Good morning, Adam. Adam? Adam? Hello? Hello? Hey, Hello. Good morning. morning. Adam. Who say Adam? It's Evan. Evan. Oh, Evan. Sorry, Evan. Our producer. Sorry, Chris is a little deaf. Our listen. producer can't spell. <laughs> listen. Uh, you're fine. Good morning, gentlemen. How are y'all doing? Good, hey, buddy. Evan, we're calling you Adam for the duration of this call. <laughs> yeah, whatever floats your boat. Thank you, Evan. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. I was wondering to make a comment. Um, Jeff is 100% correct. It, it's amazing how the human body will uh, like move blood to where it needs. Like In the stages of a... Uh, like hypothermia and stuff, your feet and your hands go numb because your body knows to pull blood out of your extremities to keep it circulating more around your organs. Hmm. It's incredible. Oh, did we lose you? Oh, we lost Adam. Evan, <laughs> Evan, call back. Yeah, yeah, oh, we lost Adam. you, buddy. Sorry. No, because I mean, I <clears throat> I've read about this and and I want to be accurate, right? And so, if Evan has the exact analysis of how this works, it's or Adam. It's really Yes, it's really interesting to kind of understand it. Well, that's why pilots wear compression suits. Well, because a lot of times when you're on a deer stand and all of a sudden that moment happens and then it, it you shoot, you some people start to literally violently shake. Yes, and they can't control it Absolutely. and they wonder why. Yeah, I've been there, done that. So uh, Evan, call back so yeah. that we can finish that conversation. All right, let's go talk to Chris. While he's uh, fishing the the Kingbuster Kingfish tournament today, what's up, Beer Money? Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? We're doing good. How doing are you? Good. I am. We're doing good. We got uh, got nice baits and uh, blue cold bluegills in the cooler, and everything's good. Okay. Well, and the um, ocean's fairly nice as long as you stay inside of three miles. Right. Where yeah. where where did you get your bait? Did you do you have ribbon fish? Do you have pogies? Do you have mullet? We, yeah, we got ribbon fish, and we got our bait at the Mayport Boat Ramp. Okay, all right. Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin's and and Andrew Jackson. Yes, store bought bait. We caught them on. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. yes Y'all didn't scoop any pogies. No, no, they're there though, Kurt. That's good. They're they're. Yeah, they're there. Um, we seen some bait on the way down, and figured fishing time was more important than uh, stopping and catching bait. But there's there's bait there at the uh, south end of the desert, Kevin. Okay, awesome. Um, um, Brian's got two two good fish. Um, we haven't we haven't caught a kingfish yet. We uh, run down here where you told me to come to. Yep. And I just just got them out and waiting, yeah. waiting and and. And hoping. Yeah. What's the water look like? It's a uh, Kevin. I man, I, I told you. You know, when we talked after yeah. last tournament, I ain't real good at uh, at judging water. But you see the baits. You know, six eight feet down. Oh, you're good. Yeah. You're okay. Good. All right. Yeah. It looks nice and clear. It's like a light green color. Yep. Yep. And, and um, you'll you'll start seeing a break. That that break is it has been somewhere around around thirty to thirty five feet. You'll. It, and and as that tide comes in, it'll it, obviously it'll push in, um, right? You know, but but I've been fishing outside that break in that prettier water. Yeah, Where, did, 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 right did Brian stay on the beach? Yeah, he's he's on the beach up up to the north. Okay, good. 
Good for him. A little piece. Um, yep, yep. He just texted me. Said he had a mid third or a low 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 thirty. So it's probably a pretty nice fish. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but I just figured I'd call and give you a report. Um, we tried. We tried to run out. Well, we we didn't try. We went to the cans there at the end of the channel to see if we could jig up some minnows or some some uh, any whatever we could jig up, and and it was sloppy. <laughs> It, yeah. White capping, oh, three yeah. foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's def- definitely going to be a beach tournament. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if you got, if you want to go, it's it's you can go, but it's about a twenty twenty mile an hour ride. <sighs> yeah, that's a, it's, that's, it's tough. Yeah. yeah. You know what? You're supposed to be having fun. And and that's yeah. what I just got. Yep. I just got reminded of that. Less than three minutes ago. <laughs> Good. Yeah. And it's hard, you know, as competitive as, as I am, it's hard to remember that, hey, this is supposed to be fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, no, so. no, no question. We appreciate the report, and uh, good luck, buddy. We'll call you later. Thanks. Appreciate it. Y'all yeah. standing by. Yep, standing by. How many uh, How many boats in that tournament no today? No idea. I don't, I don't have I don't one. know. My son's fishing it. Oh, good. Kyle's out with one of his friends. Is he? Yeah. Um, in his friend's boat? Yep, got a yellowfin. I think oh, I he's got a 32 or 34-foot yellowfin. That's guys. pretty nice boat. Yeah, yeah, nice boat. Yeah, hell yeah. I didn't know if he stole your boat for the day or not. He asked me about that. I said, ah. I'm not. No. I said, I'll think about it. No. <laughs> yeah, but they went from your boat to a 32 yellowfin. Yellow yeah. yeah, doing good. Yeah, yeah, which with the weather that is out there today or possibly out there today. <sighs> the elephant's a much more comfortable boat. Yeah. Well, the elephant wouldn't start. Oh. Oh. So Thursday, it wouldn't start. That's not good. No. Now, the elephants are really nice when they start. Mm-hmm. If they don't start, they're not any good. But they got it running, so right. it's, they're out there now. <clears throat> let's, uh, let's go ahead and do our ring power cat tip of the week. If we can get Chris just focused for just a second. We might be able to do He's that. He's been goofing nope. a lot today. Nope. Nope. <laughs> He's, over there. Doing He's over there texting. No. And, nope. Yeah, know. my wife's wondering why I haven't said good morning to her yet. And I'm oh, like, I'm slaving away for these buffoons. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah, he yeah. needs to talk to that guy, Frank Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Never got it. Time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power Frank Cat Thomas. Rental Store. Oh, that's not very funny <laughs> at all. Have the youngest fleet in the industry, the most dependable fleet in the industry, and if they can help your business, just go to ringpower.com to learn more. This week's tip comes kind of in response to the the Titanic sub that imploded, mm. and I'm sure that they had a, a float plan, which are, I guess you could say, a sink plan, Yeah. and I don't mean to say that to try to be funny, but right. since a submarine sinks down and, and goes underneath the water... yeah. But with uh, the weather that we're having, what happened this week with some, a boat being capsized offshore, a 21-foot boat. We talk about it all the gotta time. Got to be safe. We end the show every every yeah. week, have for 20-something years. Mm-hmm. And I saw this online the other day, and I thought, this is genius. Yeah, I know. I, I, Think I, about I, how many times you walk into the woods right. by yourself, and you're up there by yourself. What better way to, you know, at least give everybody an approximate location, the time you went in. The date, your situation, where you are. And I thought this was genius. I saw it online, and basically it's a PSA regarding your cell phone. So if you're lost while hiking, get stranded with a broken down car, etc., and you notice that your cell phone is either low on juice or has no signal, here's a tip that very well may save your life. 
change the voicemail on your phone to a message that gives your approximate location, the time, the date, your situation, whether you're lost, out of gas, your boat's broke down, you're drifting offshore, you're in the woods, stuck, and any special instructions such as you're staying with a car or staying with your boat, walking towards town, and just just leave that message on your phone. So when your phone stops working your and dies, still works. your voicemail still works. Mm-hmm. So if they call me or call Kevin or Jeff or, or Chip, they'll get that message. Because even if you try to send a text out, if you don't have enough power, enough signal, sometimes it doesn't go out either. And I thought this was just yeah. genius. Yeah, you that's know? simple. Yeah. Simple, stupid. Mm-hmm. Now, that's your Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Go to ringpower.com to learn more. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Chris, did you really make Evan mad by not calling him by his proper name? Or did, I, I don't he, know. Well, but, the phone's ringing right now, so let me go see, see, if, see if that's Evan. If Evan Adam's his middle name. Evan. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, can't can't be getting our callers all oh, up. Then so he yeah. hung up. <laughs> then, then he hung up. Right. <laughs> All right, so but I got a, I got I go got, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I got this from Robert. Okay, via Facebook. Thank you, Robert. And uh, he talks about this. Is it Evan? By chance? No, it's no. not Evan. No. Okay, so uh, must be his girlfriend. The way he's talking. The, the uh, there's a story that was published, and uh, it's called "What Is Buck Fever?" Right, and it's from Texas A and M University. Okay. And this is a very interesting article. So, you know how when you're on a deer stand, or, or to describe to people, you're on a deer stand and a big buck steps out, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. and all of a sudden you have this reaction that you have a very hard time understanding because all of a sudden you start to shake. And we've always called it buck fever. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a male or a buck that steps out. Sometimes if a doe steps yeah, out. a deer, period. You're wanting to harvest a doe. Right. You get buck fever. Yeah. So buck fever has been described as a nervousness that happens from a deer stepping out. And everyone reacts to buck fever in a different way. I mean, you talk, Kevin, you yep. shook uncontrollably at times. So this article and this professor, Jeffrey Michelle, an MD, cardiologist, clinical assistant professor at Texas A&M College of Medicine, says you have to break it down into its key elements. And the main chemical behind buck fever is adrenaline. And he says, quote, it's a powerful stimulant that increases blood pressure, heart rate, and metabolic pressure. It's like pushing a gas pedal on a car, end quote. And so like anything else coursing through your body, it produces shortness of breath and tremors. The adrenaline is a key component to your body's evolutionary fight or flight response. When you detect a threat, your body's nervous system triggers a release of adrenaline into the blood. This can increase the blood flow to your muscles and make people faster or stronger for a short period of time. You've heard of people flipping a car over. Um, So adrenaline has its advantages of being able to outrun or fight off danger. It also has uh, very commonly, it's a very commonly used in medicine. They use adrenaline in medicine to treat cardiac arrest. Um, However, a small, and they say that uh, a small stretch of nervous, nervousness or adrenaline doesn't always increase your risk of a heart attack, but because buck fever can be triggered by adrenaline, it's very difficult to manage. The natural response for your body to either flee from danger or fight off that threat, so when you're hunting, you don't really want to engage in either one of them, but it's just a natural thing that happens into the body. And so when you add cold to that, right now... 
you're sending all the blood to your extremities to get ready to fight or flight, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden that adrenaline rush ends. Well, now that blood has went to your extremities, right. and it wasn't staying into your core to keep your body warm. Now you start that that shaking that's caused that's, from the adrenaline, but then also right, the cold. And, and that's why I've always put two and two together. Right. It, it, it really only happens to me when I'm cold. Right. Even though – even though I may have all enough clothes where I'm warm, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, but you, it's cold outside, right. and then and then you you, you just it, it it combines with that, and you just shake uncontrollably. Yeah, it accentuates it. Yeah, it does. Yes, yeah, I agree with sure. you, and especially when it's cold like that. For sure. Thank you, Robert, for sending that in because uh, that was great information. Actually, it's a it's a pretty cool feeling at first. And, and then if you've, if you've had the opportunity, a lot of times, especially for me to harvest a, a, a good, a good animal, I get it afterwards too. Yeah. Well, yeah afterwards, oh, yeah, yeah, afterwards both. usually, both. usually I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good until after the shot. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's bring up Gordon, Chris. Uh, let's see what he's got to say. Good morning, Gordon. Good morning, fellas. How are y'all this morning? Uh, this is the famous chef. Gordon. Yes, yes. Famous. Good morning, G. How you doing, brother? Good, man. I was uh, just listening, uh, waiting my turn there, and you guys were talking about the buck fever. Valerie calls it buck jasm. <laughs> buck jasms. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. She watches. She watches. She's watching the chicken. She goes, Gordon, how many buck jasms can you watch in a day? Buck jasms. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a great name for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, um, uh, had nothing to do with what I called in about. I. I've been biding my time hoping you guys are going to make the right decision and, and make the switch with, between the theme songs when you st- just start and end of the show. And, and I guess it's just not going to happen. So um, I'm calling in as a long-time listener asking for let's – got to have a poll. I'm let's, sorry. Let's, I'm let's, so, let's, I, let's, we're, we're starting to lose you, Gordon. <laughs> Can you hear me, Chris? Start, I, I have some kind of static on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling Chris is not going to lose you, Gordon, because the – the number of great breakfasts that you have made for us, mm-hmm. uh, st- Chris's stomach is going to override his brain on this one. I don't know, man. Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh-huh. I might just spit I mean, out your food the next time you send some in. <laughs> that's, a, that's a prideful thing to ask right there, a very prideful thing to ask. Yeah. So, so I, if you could, Chris, I trust you, can, you, you You have the ability to you know do some kind of Online text poll or something like that, you know. Nope. Um, so that's a good... <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty quick, Gordon. <laughs> okay, Ducky. Hold on, well, I, got, I got a question for you, Gordon. But besides the theme yep. song and Chris and all that kind of stuff, because uh, we've been talking, I think, for three years now about having the twenty-two shoot-off. Mm-hmm. Me, you, yep. Parker, Ed, and for some yep. odd reason, it hasn't happened yet. Okay, right. me and Kevin have the on shoots twenty-two. Um, you have gone out and tried to surpass that you and Parker and are shooting some crazy modified 22. What are you shooting? I'm shooting what Kurt's talking about. What's Kurt looking for? I got a, uh, 10, 22 Ruger, uh, 22 mag, but it's oh, not, it's uh, not factory. No, no, no. It's a, the only thing that's factory on it is the action. It's a, it's a uh, bull, bull barrel, a thumb hole stock and all that stuff. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And what do you yeah. have into that gun? Uh, and, 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 and Valerie's but, not listening. I, 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 yeah, Valerie's not listening. Is she? It, I, I think I paid eleven hundred bucks for it for just the rifle. Yeah. Just the rifle, yeah. 
change the trigger or anything was, like that? No, it already came with a trigger. The trigger, okay, the trigger now, set at, at point eight right what, now. What do you got in the scope? Uh, two grand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang. See what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty deadly right but there. I, I bet it killed Saint Earl though. Yeah, I can. I can. I mean, pretty realistically and 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 consistently put. Um, five rounds at uh, 100 yards inside of a, a nickel. You know, those are those thing. are fun guns to shoot, yeah. man. Hey, oh my goodness, Gordon. Gracious, yeah. So hold on, real quick, but before you ask that question, yep. because when we originally were going to have this right. little 22 competition, right? I was assuming we were just going to use the 22s that we all had. Yeah. Can we just go to iron sights and just see who's the best? <laughs> and yeah. then, and yeah. then all of a sudden, yeah. Gordon's got three grand in his. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think Parker's got probably five or six in his. Right, right. Gordon. And, yeah, and Ed, Ed, what has Ed gotten his? I mean, he went oh, out and bought a new one too. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, Ed, 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 Ed stopped all of that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, what are we he, doing? He went, over, he went over the top. Yeah. <laughs> hey, real, uh-huh. real quick before we let you go, because we take a break. It, it, on the the twenty two competition we were talking about this earlier at three the, a target that's at three hundred and fifty yards. How big is the target? Um, when when you shoot in the, in the steel permit, it would, pro- it would probably be uh, twenty four inches square. Okay, twenty four inches. Wow, I thought it would right. be bigger than yeah. that, but that's that, that, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, that's, and it and it and it varies, you know, a little bit just depending on, you know, there's there's no standard, you know, because some, some people put a little smaller, a little bigger, but that's about that's not what it'll be. Okay, you know, uh, is the is yeah. the object yeah. is the object just to hit it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you're shooting then, a metal then, plate, it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then and and then they have the other one, more like the bench rest things, where then you're shooting that, you know, for. Uh, whoever is, can put the, the most shots in the ten ring, you know. So then, then, it's, it's, then, then you are shooting for accuracy. Wow, you know? but they're not. They're, they're not doing. Uh, I, I've never seen that out any further than two hundred yards uh, in the twenty-two. Okay. Ones. Yeah. And that's where yeah. Parker's at. Parker's at the twenty-two competition in Georgia today, correct? No, tomorrow. He, t- today he's shooting the big gun. He's shooting the six millimeter. Um, okay. You know, he, he, so yeah, it's a two-day shooting, day competition. You know, the long range. Yeah, and, and, and they're two separate tournaments. So yeah. Okay, I got you. This, yeah, what, what he's shooting today is what he shoots for for the whole year. So he goes to you know the national finals and stuff. Crazy. Yeah, up with yeah. it. Thank, thank, thanks, Gordon. Yep. Thank you, man. All right, man. See you. All right, let's take a break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna talk to Bill. He's gonna talk about the CZ rifle, and then we're gonna talk to Sandy right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. By the way, Nimnik Chevrolet, Chevrolet Dealer of the Year six times. Six-time Chevy Dealer of the Year. And that's the home of the best price guarantee, Nimnik Chevrolet. 1550 Cassett Avenue. Great people, great service department. And I've been associated with them since like 1996, and I can tell you I haven't had a bad moment. Great people. All right, uh, phone lines are open, 904-641-1010. Bill wants to talk a little CZ rifle. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, gentlemen. How y'all doing? Good morning, Bill. Good. Uh, I was sitting here, first time I ever called. Uh, I normally listen to you every Saturday morning, and this morning I'm sitting here reloading about 2,000 rounds of 9 millimeter. and you mentioned the CZ rifle. Yeah. And I bought one many years ago. It's a CZ-455. And it's interchangeable barrels. It, it shoots twenty-two long rifle, twenty-two yeah. magnum, and seventeen HMR. Huh. And I tell you what, that is one of the most enjoyable rifles I've ever taken to the range. 
uh, I've got several buddies of mine, and I taught them how to do it. We sat there and turned playing cards on edge, and at 25 yards, splitting them in half. That oh wow, on Ooh. a consistent basis. Wow, that's pretty and, intense. Yeah. So which one do you have? The 457. 455. 455. Okay. And you've got the interchangeable barrels. Right. I've got the 22 Magnum, the 22 Long Rifle, and the 17 HMR. Oh, very oh, wow. nice. Very nice. So you're and splitting I, those cards with a, a 17? No, I'm doing it with a 22 Long Rifle. Oh, okay. Now, the uh, I, do they even still offer the 455? Because I'm looking at CZ's website right now, the 457. No, they don't 455 anymore okay they do make the 457 american combo which is the uh interchangeable barrels for for 22 long rifle and 17 hmr and that's yeah. uh 725 dollars for that now okay yeah uh the the beauty of it i don't know if you know about the interchangeable barrels on them but the beauty of the rifle is you can change the barrel out and it doesn't affect your scope setup because you the scope stays on the body of the gun when you interchange the barrel on the receiver. Yeah, the that is, that's way cool. And put it into the receiver, and he's, you you're right there. Interesting. Huh. That's interesting. Hey, so uh, accuracy. Do you, do you love the accuracy of your CZ? Absolutely. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things, I, and I'm I love 70 mine. Years old, and I can still shoot those. And I one of the things we like to do too is uh, take. Uh, um, oh, lost my train of thought there. Take I, a two by four, drive some uh, little penny nails in it, you uh -huh. know, small, and drive those through on a on a <laughs> on a board. Really? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> accurate. A little fun when you're shooting. Yeah, you know? yeah. I've got. I think I got the uh, four fifty seven in twenty two Magnum, and I love it. I mean, absolutely love it. And then I put a. They have scopes that you can buy that are actually, and I don't know if you've got one on yours, Bill, but you can put those scopes on there that are, and you probably didn't because of the interchangeable barrel, but you can buy scopes that are actually ballistically tuned to the 22 long rifle or the 22 right. Magnum. Really? Yeah, so, so like on my 22 Magnum, this particular scope I have, I've got a main crosshair, mm -hmm. and then you have subsequent crosshairs for different yardages, so you already okay. know where to aim when your power is set at a certain thing on the scope, it's it's so much fun to shoot, mm -hmm. and uh, and I I've love got it. one of those on my AR two twenty three. There you uh, go. Yep. Nikon. They do Nikon the same thing for two twenty three. They yep. make it specifically for it, but uh, those are just absolutely fun to shoot. And you can go out there and just you know we've played games. We played the, the old game Battleship, <laughs> where you sunk your battleship. <laughs> yeah, we we have a lot of fun with them and. Uh, you know, you, like I said, never called before, but uh, but I'm always listening to you on a Saturday morning because that's my reloading time. And uh, you know, when you mentioned the CZ, I just couldn't help but call. Well, I'm, I'm glad you did. Now, you know, we were having this discussion during the commercial break about our preferred deer caliber. Mm -hmm. Okay, Kevin, you like two seventy. Uh, Chip, you like uh, thirty out six and six point five. Okay, Kirk, you shoot and love. Uh, 270 mag. 270 Weatherby mag. Yeah, Weatherby be specific. Mark 5. Mark 5. And, and I, I'm a 308 fan. Okay, so, Bill, uh, what's your favorite caliber? 308. 308. <laughs> <laughs> There's my man. I have all those other calibers, too. I, I, I'm a collector of sorts, and I've got like over 200 Smith & Wesson pistols. pistols. And I've got over 40 rifles here, so 
you know, I, I've got everything from a 22 up to a 300 uh, Magnum. So that's all. So what is what is your? You said how many? What what kind of pistols? Smith and Wesson. Smith and Wesson. Okay. What is your most rare pistol that you have in your Smith and Wesson pistol collection? That's a tough one because I've got everything that Smith and Wesson's made since 1856. Wow. Get out of town. That's awesome. That is cool. Really? But probably the rarest one I have is, it's not the fact that it's rare, but it's uh, a 44 American. And uh, it's a Model 3 Smith & Wesson. Okay. But what makes it so rare is you cannot buy rounds for it. I got a box of... Fifty rounds that'll cost you a grand if you if, if if you can even find them. Wow! It's a it's a Model Three Smith and Wesson and what it, what did you say else about what was the other thing? You said an American, American what? It's an American. That's it's a Smith and Wesson American Model it's Three. That's the round that Smith and Wesson put together. Okay. It's almost like uh, you know like my Schofields. They only come in well. They come in different varieties now, but I've got Smith and Wessons that are actually forty five Schofield. Interesting. So, you know, but I, I think my oldest one, uh, straight Smith and Wesson's probably, I've got a couple, about four different model ones. <laughs> model one. Wow. That would be the first <laughs> pistol they ever made. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not the first pistol. It's the first, if you want to call it, uh, a cylinder gun that they made that had, uh, used the 22 long rifle or 22, uh, casing. Okay. And we take that every every uh, New Year's, and we always shoot something old, something new, and always take it out and shoot a few rounds through it just to keep it going. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's awesome. That, that's good stuff. Well, Bill, I appreciate you calling in, and I really appreciate you now that you've jumped on the 308 bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for Have listening. Have a great day, gentlemen. Yep. All right, you, you too. too. All right, uh, Hall of Famer's calling in. Let's talk to Lester this morning. Morning, Lester. Lester. How you doing? Morning, morning. buddy. Good morning, morning. There we go. Are you, you okay? Sitting in the man. He's playing at all points today, man. He's fired up. He up what? Up he, he, He's what? What? He's playing at Long Point up at May Island. Golf course? Uh, golf. Okay. It's a it's a real nice. Are you are you caddying or something? Or yeah, why would you tell us Big Head's playing golf? I want because he's sitting here freaking acting like it's the end of the world, man. I'm sitting here watching him in his club trying to listen to the show. (laughs) Oh, so you're caddying for him? Uh, I wish that would take me, man. Can you uh, imagine Lester being your caddy? Absolutely. If he brought slider, he could be my caddy. Yeah. When I, when I first started Kelly, and I guarantee you they thought I was Lester. Hey, by the way, Lester, uh, just right. wanted to let you know that you left your spittoon, the stainless steel El Cheapo cup, mm-hmm. here, and you can get oh. it back when you bring us breakfast the next time. Uh, <laughs> we're we're yeah, holding it ransom. That's right. You missed it last week. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. I, I'm going to hold it ransom, though, until, uh, until we can get another batch of sliders made. There you go. Ain't, ain't no problem. I uh, I heard beer money a while ago, man. I, I guess 
Nobody can get offshore today, huh? No, no. So, so, so sounds rough, and he's uh, you know, there's some people that'll go. Absolutely, oh, yeah. that, that, dude. There was a oh, uh, yeah. there was a thirty nine Freeman with with four four hundreds at the boat ramp yesterday. I know what they were doing. They were pre fishing, getting ready. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're oh, gonna go. Yeah. yeah, I guarantee you, real quick. You know, the yeah. carters and all them, they're all out there at twenty one bottom. I guarantee it. Uh, but, uh, I hope not. It'd be about as rough as a cob out there. Kevin, are you fishing now? What? There's a tournament called King of the Beach. Yes. That they have yeah, yeah. So I'm fishing three tournaments this year. Obviously, Old School, uh, Ancient City, and King of the Beach. And uh, the, okay. cool, the cool thing is, is all the way-ins are in St. Augustine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yep. so we, don't, we don't have yep. to go very far. I, I mean, I, you know, it's been a long time since I missed the King Buster. I missed it last year because the, the, it kept uh, – the, the, the dates kept um, changing. Um. But uh, I, I I just didn't make plans this year. Yeah, yeah, that's the same. That's the same thing we're doing. Uh, fishing the same term. So what? What's really Which stinks is ancient cities during in. snapper season. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. We talked Man. about that last Saturday. Man, I mean, you, look, I sent you guys pictures of the boat ramp for old school. All right. Yeah. Hey, hey and by the way, um, this is just a suggestion. To, to, to the county because I know there's a lot of people they they need a PSA guy out there helping uh, with the uh, traffic with, with traffic getting yeah. in and out of the boat ramp I mean just look on a Saturday yeah, afternoon pretty. from from one to five have somebody there direct traffic so you can let people out of the in and out of the boat ramp because area. because what happens Jeff you can't it, get out you you can't get out because there's a lot of people coming off the beach right you know so you got a one a that's backed up you know. Over the I, bridge. I, I think that's a great suggestion yeah. that St. John's County have a PSA officer help yeah. to allow people in and out of that ramp. Well, I think you're right. Here, 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 here's, really here, bad. Here's, here's what happened during old school. We put the I got the boat on the trailer. Mm-hmm. We couldn't pull off the ramp. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's how long the line was to get out to A1A. Wow, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So right. now, yeah. now I can't pull off the ramp to let the next guy load his boat. Because there's so much traffic, right? You know, and it's a it's a yeah. If you're fire. if you're headed north on A1A, it's fine, but that's right. One person going the other way, and then it backs everybody up. Yep, yep, yep. To- but, totally get it. Yep, totally so get it. Just a suggestion. All right, hey Lester, real quick, Lester, before we let you go, I wanted to tell you congratulations because I wasn't here last week to tell you that in in person. Congratulations on uh, the old school tournament. You guys did a great job. Mm-hmm. And I was going to ask that there was a guy in the picture that's holding the fish with you on your boat. Okay, are you now on his workout program? <laughs> oh boy, that's that's uh, Taylor, my oldest son. Yeah, he he's uh, that's my that's my wrestler all through high school. Yeah, he he's all in the weightlifting. Uh, I I could tell, and I'm sitting there going, hmm. hmm. <laughs> Is that Lester's personal strength and conditioning coach? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. That's that funny. Old, I tell you, big head stuff. Yeah. Well, he's, uh, he's doing pretty good. All right. Well, tell me, you don't need no muscles to swing that golf club today. That's no. right. Hey, I tell you, uh, my, my rifle. Yes. 70 all the way. 270. See there? All right. There's there two go. and two, and, and Chip and Kirk are on their own right yeah, now. Yeah, that's right. All right, thank you, Lester. You we got, got to take a break, brother. All right, guys. See you, buddy. All right, we come back. We'll talk to Bubba and Sandy and U904-641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Well, 
Welcome back to the Nimick Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rudel. Let's jump right to the phone lines and talk to Bubba. He's got a question for me. Morning, Bubba. Hey, Bubba. Hey, Jerry. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Good, good. All right, so a couple things. First of all, I agree with you. They need to put somebody out there. I don't know if y'all if y'all ever YouTube. The, the, it, now, I ain't cussing. It's the C-H-I-T, Chit Show, okay? Right. Chit, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, if y'all haven't seen that, um, look at it, because it's funny as heck. Anyhow... Um, the, the Reds. I I have not been able to put a hook in the water this year, and I'm sorry, but uh, are the Reds biting? I'm just asking. So, um, and if they are, and then the other thing was Jeff, real quick, is uh, did you ever go get that big easy I talked to you about uh, last uh, last year? I, I have not gotten it yet. Oh man! <laughs> and, and by the way, red fishing's okay. Yeah, I think okay. we all I agree. Concur. Yeah. It's, it's not, you know, <laughs> on, on, on a scale of one to ten, it's like a four. It's not the time of year uh, to get right, on them. Right. Yep. Uh, so I haven't missed much. No, okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've been busy in my mortgage business, so I've just, I, I hadn't had time to go out there. I need no. to just throw it off to the side and go out there, but now I don't feel so bad. No, so you're good. You. You're good. Oh, all right. So, so, uh, no big easy. You didn't get the big easy. So, so mine, I had it over 10 years now, right? Okay. Uh, y'all here. So, um, the last time I did a, uh, put the turkey in there I, you talk, you're talking about the air fryer yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, got, I got i got that yeah 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 i got that okay. and, and, and i don't use it enough though that's the problem of it well i know well i've had mine listen now over 15 years now you hear so um i gotta get a new one so okay i called to let you know and i just wanted to check to see if you ever got one because they're really good they I, cook it i did without all the mess yep. with all the mess and it tastes the same if not better all right I, I need I need to use mine more often because when I did the do the turkey in it, it was fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I it's I want to do I, chickens in it. Well, you can do you. It's not just for turkeys. You can do chicken. You can do chicken wing. Yeah, it's basically you a glorified put, air fryer. I mean, it's what it is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it's way better than Chris's y'all. girly man's air fryer that sits on the couch. <laughs> Girly, man. Oh, you too, huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, man. Thank, Thank you, buddy. You. I appreciate you. Have a good one. All, All right. right. Thanks, folks. So go talk to Sandy this morning. Morning, Sandy. Morning, Jeff. You do four chickens in one of those air fryers are terrific. Good. But I got I to do that. Questions. I wanted to say thank you for all the years of the vast amount of knowledge that you gained listening to y'all. <laughs> Is that like a compliment? Or being sarcastic. Are you just saying you got all I didn't because we would take both as a compliment. Yes, we would. Yes. Yeah, we have no shame. No. I mean gone through I mean, Kevin, I mean how many years has it been? I mean it's It's twenty twenty six years. So I'm mid I'm I'm in my sixties, so I've almost listened to half my life, so I've gained a lot of well, how 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 old were your daughters when I took them fishing? Oh God! I, I, mean, what, what, I mean, seriously, were they ten, eleven? No, they were two thousand one. Um, they were born in nineteen ninety one, so they're nine, ten years old. Yeah, was this, yeah, that's. <laughs> I was pretty close. Yeah. Nine and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's it's it's pretty pretty crazy, bro. Pretty crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and thanks, Sandy. We we we, we got to go take care of some business. We got to pay some bills. Yeah, I got to pay some bills. Right, boy, real, before yeah, we let yeah. you go, Sandy, dear caliber. Oh God, which one? Well, I care. Killed my first buck. My first doe. You only get one. Up, you only get one. And a big buck last year with a um two seventy. 
Okay. There you go. Yep. All right, Kevin's in the lead. Thank <laughs> you, Sandy. <laughs> yep. Hey, question, thanks, buddy. One question about a boat. Do another hundred at it. Say again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Do another hundred at it. But I, I need some insight on preparing for a wedding. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, well, yeah, you yeah, call yeah, the wrong yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. Hey, by the way, call the golf show. They'll yeah. know. They'll, they'll help you on that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We got no clue. All right, time now for. Can a, I give a quick plug? Just real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, cheap yeah. plug. I need to uh, thank uh, to, to Rick's Muffler Shop in St. Augustine. There you go. Um, I, I've, I have never, ever had a problem with a muffler, you know? And obviously, we have trucks that are six, seven years old. Mufflers rust out, man. There's. Those guys were fantastic. By the way, they've been there forever, forever off of US-1. Anyway, great job. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, time now for the Kirby Co. Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. Kirby Co. Builders Industry Leader and Proven Provider of Framing, Drywall, Interior, and Exterior Finish on both commercial and residential products. And this week comes from Captain Kirk. He's got a little uh, roasted sweet potato recipe in the oven. Yeah, it's real simple. Just follow the recipe. You know, and it, the the thing is, a lot of times we do roasted potatoes, mm-hmm. but the cool thing about this is this is all about doing roasted uh, sweet potatoes, and we eat a lot of sweet potatoes at my house. Love sweet potatoes. So you got to, got of course, you got to remember you got to skin the potato, cut all the outside skin off, then just dice it up. You take the olive oil, the garlic I'm just powder. Can I ask a stupid question? Why yeah. are you skinning a potato? Um. It's just it gets rid of some of the stringiness of a sweet potato. Yeah. Okay, but but a regular potato, you don't need to do that. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. why. I yeah. ask. most okay. people don't okay. eat the skin of a sweet potato right. most of the right. time. Right, right, because yeah. I love. Yeah, the it's skin. got the stringiness to yeah, it. I yeah, love the skin of a. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Potato. I'm okay. with you. Okay, okay. I'm okay. with you. Okay. But then just put the ingredients together, and I put it in a bowl, olive oil, the garlic powder. I like to use the. Uh, you know, we've got fresh rosemary grown in the garden in the backyard, so go back there and grab it, mm-hmm. chop it all up, put that in there, and then put the. Uh, the potatoes in there in the in the bowl and just toss them real lightly and just put it on a, a baking sheet, slap them in the oven for 20, 25 minutes. What temperature are you cooking it at? 320, 325. I like a little I bit put, higher. You can go to 350. I like 350, 375. Yep. And, and what I like to do at the very end, once you get them cooked. Turn the oven off and turn the broiler on. No. Well, I can. You can. And I crisp them up. But I like to take it out. Sprinkle a little bit of brown sugar on top, yep. just a little bit, yep. and then put it back in there, and it mm-hmm. caramelizes that kind of sugar across the top, and then to crispen it out with a, a low broil. Your, your, yeah. your, your healthy sweet potato just went to that. Well, you're not putting a lot on. Just, just a little hint. You know, know. Just a little sprinkle with your hands, and it just makes it money, because I like my potatoes crispy, mm-hmm. you know, with a little bit of that crispiness yep. to them. Yeah, and sweet potatoes are better for you anyway than regular potatoes. They are. Mm-hmm. So we eat a lot of those and rice, so... There's your there's your Kirby Co. cooking tip. All right, let's uh, let's do a weather and a tide. The weather brought to you by the Bearded Pig, the best barbecue in Jacksonville, and it's going to be a little sporty. Okay, a little yeah, bit sporty. Yeah, this will be sporty. Got a <clears throat> to, we got a little cool fronts kind of pushing down, but the the bottom line is is that over the next couple of days and today we're going to have southwest winds, ten to fifteen knots, becoming south in the afternoon, two to four feet. Tomorrow southwest five to ten. Monday, southwest 5 to 10. Tuesday, southwest 10 to 15. Wednesday, west 5 to 10. So uh, if you're planning offshore stuff, you can do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like this week's going to be a lot better. But keep an eye, as we said, on the thunderstorms. There were some issues this week with a boat capsizing. File a float plan, which was our ring power cat tip of the week. Right. A tides report brought to you by Angie Subs, right there at the corner of Beach and Penman. 
and they had a special this week, which I uh, I thought about for a minute, but I didn't. It was like a, a green wrap with chicken salad, and it was kind of like a Dr. Bangs in a wrap with right. some other goodies in it. Right. Didn't quite go there. I stuck with my usual, mm-hmm. the Dr. Bangs, and then had some French fries, of course, and it was fantastic. Had a actually had a conversation with Ed. You got to eat all your food? I, I did. I got to eat all my fries by myself. Thank thank goodness. <laughs> Which was very nice. Yo, uh, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny after calling him out, Kirk. No, no, no. I just, he did not know. touch one fry <laughs> off of my off of my plate. You know, he was nibbling. He didn't have a nibble. Not one. Okay. I think he learned his lesson yeah. on that. Yeah. Anyway, the tide's at Mayport at 1.50 p.m. It's going to be a high tide. And tomorrow morning at... Uh, 8, 11 a.m. It's going to be your low tide. At, that's a point four two. if you're planning on fishing inshore. Mm-hmm. I'm going by Strike Zone after the show. I need some hooks. That's funny. I need some wire. You need wire? Yeah, I, I, got, I got the wire. But, you used uh, my last I mean, bit of they, wire yesterday. They, the, the one thing that they that, that I love that they do at Strike Zone is they, they buy every, they, a lot of the stuff that we use, they buy it in major bulk. Right. And then it put it in smaller packages, obviously, so the the discount is 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 well quite, quite good. The uh, I'll be hires ink gear tip the on off yes. bottom and hole yeah. cleaner. Those treble hooks that I put on that on that uh, lure, I'd gotten them. Oh, I, I can see the price on them for eight ninety nine. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't. I box don't of trebles for eight ninety nine. Yeah, yeah that, by the way, that's a box of like fifty. Trebles. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 You're not. You're not getting it for that price now. <laughs> no. no. I was actually going to offer you money for them. <laughs> yeah. I would have made money on them things if I'd bought like a whole case of them. Yeah. A yeah. box yeah. of them years yeah. ago. Yeah. I need. I need some kingfish stuff, so I'm going to go by there and see everybody and uh, spend some money. That's easy to do there. It is. I'm sure that's not the only thing that I'll end up with. That's no. the worst thing about me being off. Yes. I either I am either going to the store or on my laptop going oh oh yeah yeah I need those. I need that I need that I need some of this or <laughs> I need, you know next thing I know here comes Amazon to the house you know yeah I know and it's amazing what you can lighter, do with a little lighter. downtime oh yeah yeah it's kind of like going, it's kind of like going to the grocery store hungry yeah you know you spend <laughs> way more that's the worst yeah. <laughs> that's the worst thing to do yeah, yeah. Well, all right so uh, real quick before yes. we roll um, Mayport fishing report it's good. Um, if you can get over on the beach and get some bait and get off the beach, the, the river fish is not great, which I know, uh, chip can concur, but if you can get off the beach, yeah. there's a good bite of kingfish. I mean, we're seeing little toonies, bottom fishing's good. If you can get out a little deeper, there's a lot of beeliners. Uh, they're catching some grouper finally, uh, look, amberjack. Are, are the shrimpers dragging? Shrimpers are dragging in close okay. because of the west winds. What, what like there's some tons the of sharks. Okay. Tons of sharks. Yeah. Bunch of shrimpers went south. Yep. Yeah, 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 they went to Cape. Yeah. Yep, yep. But yep. there's still a lot of them off the beach. A lot of the river shrimpers are on the beach. Now, remember, when a west wind blows, they're going to come over on the beach. Right. And so, just just so you know, folks, I know that everybody's like, oh, they're supposed to be one mile out. That's It's all according to square footage of the nets. That's right. Okay. Correct. So, smaller, the smaller ones can come Because people call tight. me all the time. They're like, I got to call FWC. And I'm like, no, you don't. It's, it's a small boat. Yeah. Just look at the regs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean. But, they're just no, no, mind your own business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mind yeah. your own business. Yeah, you do know? your thing. Yeah, yeah. Don't uh, go over people's Chip, thing. fishing report on where you're fishing. Um, black drum, deep holes, puppy drum. I did real Oof, well yesterday. Does that sound like fun? Mm-hmm. Um, that eats good, too. Yeah. Um, and it's picking at redfish, and bull reds are good deep. So you'll get, you know, you'll get your shots at bull reds. Um, that's about it. There's good flounder bite going on. 
if you want to grind a high I've tide. heard I've heard that yeah. I've heard uh, from some people uh, <clears throat> that works for like a HVAC company oh, yeah, him. <clears throat> Mike Hayes <clears throat> I heard the gigging was good in the river this week yeah some giggers for uh, the flatties it's it's it's, mm-hmm. it's been it, everything's been okay in St. Augustine uh, uh, I, I talked to Scotty yesterday and you know he he's the flounder guy and he's, yep. he's catching he, I mean he's catching his share yeah but it's not it's not red hot by by no means. Well, but, I, and, and by the way, here's the deal: if you want to buy shrimp from the bait shops, you need to you need to call them before you go because this time of the year uh, they they have a hard time getting West Coast shrimp. Okay. So most of it's local shrimp, and then obviously you need to. A lot of people fish with mud minnows this time of year. Yeah, I yeah. will. I will give people a little tip if you're fishing the St. John's River, and I know Michael had called earlier. When you see the glass minnows mm. and they're on the dock mm-hmm. edges, mm-hmm. you need to fish those docks because literally the flounder follow these glass minnows in the yeah. St. John's River. Yeah, I remember. Hint, it, it, hint. hint. <laughs> Logs as usual. The Nimnik Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter has some other fine sponsors. Wild West Guns and Gold, Shimano, Kirby Co. Builders, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Strike Zone, Standard Feed and Seed, Ring Power and a Cap, Rental Store, LV, Hires, Inc., Coastal Equipment, Consignment, Boat Sales, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, CNH Marine Construction, Atlantic Coast Marine, Angie Subs, Duck Duck Root, of course, the Nimnick Family Dealerships, and what used to be Claude Nolan Cadillac is now Randy Marion. Randy Marion Cadillac. Absolutely. Appreciate them coming on as sponsors with us here on the Nimnick Outdoor Show. And folks, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya. I think tomorrow is National Tequila Day. Oh, give me an excuse. Yeah. <laughs>